Source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, G. Simon. Uh, Harrison is, well, not technically missing in action because I do know where he is, <laughs> but uh, he, this is, this is strange. He sent me a very cryptic text this morning. I was like, I, I woke up like it was around 11. I'm like, why is Harrison texting me at like 9 a.m.? So I, I checked and I was like, 9 a.m., that's weird. He must have been up all night. He said he had a fleshlight accident. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I, mm. So there's a lot of ways you can have a fleshlight ac- accident. I don't know what he was putting in the flashlight. I don't know if he had the accident. Someone had it. He, anyway, Maybe he, he said, overheated it. Oh, do you think so? Possible. Wait, wait, you're supposed to heat these things? <laughs> no, no, but it's an option. It's a feature. God, that, that's, if you don't follow did, proper instructions. Maybe, you know? maybe do maybe they it wasn't have, like, you could plug it in and it's like it's warm? That's pretty cool. Is it, you know, that's, Danny was talking about, um, was talking about like heating up lube. Yeah, he was like, he warms up his lube. So I was like, that's weird. In but maybe that's fire. what dudes do. Some what dudes kind do of that. What lube do you use, Danny? <laughs> Tell me more. Oh, by the way, my name's Ryan Keeley. I was gonna, I was about to introduce you. Yeah, I was about to introduce you. So anyway, Harrison had a flashlight accident. Not going to be on the show today, so I have two special guest hosts hosting the show. Uh, Ryan Keeley's been on the show many times. Welcome back, Ryan. It's so good to see you. How are you doing? Super weird. As you look always. amazing. Thank you. You look amazing. I gotta say, I love the haircut. Thank you. I'm kind of going for um, a Dumb and Dumber, Simple Jack sort of <laughs> simple thing. Simple Jack. <laughs> I was about to say pixie cut, kind of, but uh, I can Ish, see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, we also have Danny, uh, who's also been on the show before. Danny, yeah. thanks for uh, co-hosting. Yeah, no problem. Happy Hanukkah to the both of you guys. Mazel tov. Yeah, you know sure. Ryan actually was uh, was was chiding me for not having my menorah out, so I went and got the menorah. <laughs> got the menorah over there in the corner. A special sick and wrong menorah. Well, that's the thing with Hanukkah. It's like it's a big deal when you're a kid, but as you get older, it's like I don't know. My, we just kind of stopped. And as soon as I moved out of the house, it was like, yeah, we're not getting you a gift anymore. So just kind of. But when you when you have kids or when you're a kid, Hanukkah's a big deal. It's I the think same it's, with Christmas, right? Yeah. Yeah, if you want to make it a big deal, it's a big deal. Well, Christmas is always kind of a big deal, isn't it? No, I don't no. celebrate Christmas. No. Mm-hmm. Well, I avoid it. Do you have a tree? Popple. Fuck no. No? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a tree? No. Yeah, I was about to say. That's good. That's good. Um, I do have a menorah because a fan made that thing. Look at that insane It's glorious. Thing. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that fan's listening. Thank you for making this... Uh, what was it? Like metal menorah? It's like Hail it's so satanic. Satan. It's like a satanic menorah. Anyway... Um, thanks for co-hosting the show today. Um, I, I'm sure Harrison's fine. We'll find out a little bit more about his flashlight accident. I didn't even know those things were that dangerous. Well, I do know a dominatrix um, who used to, one of the ways that she'd torture a client is that he was allowed to fuck, fuck the flashlight, but she put hot sauce in it first. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just pouring sriracha in a flashlight. Yeah. I bet you Harrison does something like that. I, That's oh, probably the accident. Probably, probably got probably. too deep in his pee hole. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was Elma's glue. Like, swollen or something and it's in pain anyway um it's been a while since i've seen you yeah. you, you so uh, there are a lot of new things you're sober now 
Yes. Sober. Yes. Sober people have like this glow. Like you have a glow, like a healthy glow. Everyone's like, you look so amazing. You do. Like, Thank don't, you. Don't you, look amazing? you can tell that you're so like, I have like this dark cloud around me just of hatred and uh, sadness. Whereas you look like this like beautiful rainbow. Thank you. But anyway, I, how, how's that going? We'll see how long it lasts. As um, we'll see. I still miss cocaine. <laughs> I love you, cocaine. <laughs> we just can't be together right now. Taking a little hiatus. That's I, good. Yeah, for pretend, a long, yeah, for long a, a long hiatus. <laughs> long a long, hiatus. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, it was definitely an unhealthy relationship. Um, but yeah, I feel good. Um, but because I am me, I can't help but act out. Uh, I've decided to start going from lesbian pornography, which I've been lesbian porn only for the past 10 years, something like that. Um, I took my first dick on camera last week. Whoa, Whoa. major steps. Okay, Huge so step. sobriety equals boy-girl porn. Yes. So straight to porn from sobriety. That's what <laughs> you're keeping yourself busy. Yeah. That's yeah, a good thing. You know, I, I need something to do with my hands, and like, you can't see me doing this on camera, <laughs> but big ski poles. Keeping the hands busy. That's good. Hey, so idle d- hands. Double. Didn't you have an audition today for like, uh, was it Batgirl or something? Batwoman Triple X. Batwoman Triple X. Yes. Uh, actually, it's so funny. It's the same um, director that did Justice League Triple X. And when I'd auditioned for that, I'd been sent the wrong sides. And so I thought I was auditioning as Wonder Woman. Um, so I showed up in an entire sequined. You've seen my sequined. Oh, yeah, your Wonder Woman outfit. That's which pretty rad. It's entirely made out of sequins. Um, I've got the boots. I've got the cape. Um, the whole thing. And of course, like Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, just to be clear. Not Gal Gadot, although she's amazing. Hot. She's yeah, great. She's, she's amazing. But no, I'm a traditionalist. Um, yeah. And then I did I did this whole audition and I was like really prepared. And I did this whole long mo- monologue. And they're like, oh, so you do gangbangs now? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, oh, yeah, that's why you're telling that we all need to come together. Because I was like giving a rousing speech to the entire Justice League. <laughs> and what? I was like, oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> all right. A little bit different there. Yeah, but I sat in a waiting room in a sequin Wonder Woman costume for a porn parody for like two hours. <laughs> Who's, so is Batwoman like, is that Batman's girlfriend? Batwoman... I'm not even going to get into it because the nerds will light me on fire because I'm going to get it wrong. Um, that's not really... I'm more of a dark horse than a DC girl, so I, yeah, I'm not going to get into specifics. I don't know specifics. that much either. <laughs> I actually hated the regular Justice League movie. Not, I haven't seen uh, the porn version, I but uh, I bet you the porn version is better than the uh, the DC version. I've never watched any of the DC superhero movies. None of uh, them. Not, not a they, single they Superman. Yeah, you never sat through Batman versus Superman? Why would I do that to myself? I'm surprised they haven't made a gay porn of that. Batman versus Superman XXX. Or I bet something. there is. Last there probably theater is. Yeah, hold on. I'm sure Danny owns it. I'm going to Google right um. now. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, so, was a, there was a Batgirl Batman in the old versus 60s. There was a Batgirl, but was yeah. there a Batwoman? Well, Barbara Bat Gordon. Batgirl had to grow up to be Batwoman, right? Okay, all right. You guys are just making nerds mad. I don't <laughs> yeah, have this conversation. I, I, I know, that's, yeah. that's the kind and of I'm, point. I'm so bad at that. Like, I haven't read enough of that. Yeah. What are you going to do? Like, yeah. So what, what, what happens in an audition? Like, do you have to go in there and do lines? Like, what'd you do? Yeah, yeah, you go in and you do lines. I thought like, you said like you were sober. <laughs> hey, hey cocaine joke. That was yeah. good. That was good. <laughs> Blowing some lines. Or, or ketamine or meth. I'm not that picky. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I snort it? Done. <laughs> so, were there a lot of girls like competing for the role? Uh, well, not today. Today, I was the last person in because I have a day job. Because I know this is weird, but I'm not depending on my porn career to pay my bills through my 80s. 
Weird. <laughs> totally weird. I know. Like, I have a backup plan, sort of. Um, I'm a bikini waxer. So I. everyone's so busy for the holidays. I have been back-to-back vaginas before my porn audition. So wow. I did... A lot of waxing down there for the holidays. Yeah. You're waxed, right? You know, there's an uptick in <laughs> yeah. step-sibling porn, so I figure maybe that's got something to do with it. I was wondering <laughs> I was wondering about that, though. So with porn, and correct me if I'm wrong, with porn, when you're young, when you're like 19, you get a lot of work because you're young, you're mm-hmm. hot, you do a lot. And then when you reach, reach age of what, like 24, you're too old? I actually took five years off between the ages of 27 and 32 because at that point, I, I was too young to be a MILF and too old to be a teen i was just like so you it's, know. yeah it's kind of like this like nowhere no man's, man's land yeah, yeah no man's land kind of thing where you're too young to be a milf but too old to be yeah a porn star so well young porn I'm, star. Yeah. now i'm coming back and so now I'm, you're back into like the milf porn i'm everyone's favorite stepmom also <laughs> i have a lot of daughters and they all have make very terrible choices and friends and i need to teach those friends a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> they are bad influences on my little girl how dare they <laughs> I, I you know i gotta say it's like the incest porn i was like at first when it came back i was like why is there so much incest porn like you go to like pornhub.com it's just tons of incest porn but you know if the chicks are hot it can still be, you know, I, I can get into it. I you can just totally ignore, get into you just, it. You like all porn mo- movies. Just fast forward through the plot. Yeah, the plot is just, just so nonsensical. Just don't. But why do you think it's so popular now? Why is it a fad? Like, why is it a thing? I don't know, but it's paying the bills. So yep, yep, yes. I don't, here's the thing. If people keep shooting it and it keeps selling, like, honestly, like, if you're wondering why incest porn is popular, you have to look at yourself. You have to look at yourself <laughs> in the mirror and be like... <laughs> Because it's, you know, millions of people all over the world are clicking on those links and watching it's, it. It's and, the most popular genre right now. And if we see those genres spike, we're just going to keep making it. We're, we're a slave. Us in the porn industry are a slave to the masses. So don't ask us. The people's ask predilections, yeah. what's popular. I yeah. mean, do you ever watch that? Would you ever see, click on the incest? You never, you won't, you don't watch the hot stepmom link. <laughs> I, I have I really have not watched porn since I lost my virginity. Yeah, right. I've I've seen clips. Don't get me don't get me wrong, but I haven't like saw it since I lost my virginity. Well, wow. what do you what do you do when you feel? He like masturbates to like what, Roadhouse, I'm, the movie Roadhouse or something, like over movie the top with yeah. Stallone. <laughs> okay, Roadhouse is not with Stallone. It has the best line of all time in a movie. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Yep. Amazing. Oh, yeah, they also a jumped a fucking line. car, and there's also three incidents of random titties like there's just titties also a fucking blind man is fronting the 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 bar also who's making those chairs who is making those fucking chairs because they are not up to code is there a roadhouse xxx because would you be in it i would i would audition. are you searching right now it's definitely roadhouse XXX. are they remaking roadhouse with ronda rousey yes are they really yeah. yes that might be kind of cool no, that might be kind of cool. There is no roadhouse. As long as she's the one that gets her throat ripped out. So what's the typical storyline for a stepmom point? Like, what character do you usually play? Do you I'm, play stepmom? Do you do... I'm uh, always the mom. Milf? Okay, so I'm you're, always the mom. So what is your role? Like, do you just come in and you watch, find, like, the babysitter masturbating or something? Uh, I haven't done any babysitter stuff um, yet. I'm sure that'll change soon. Babysitter stuff tends to be more threesomes, and I haven't stepped into boy, girl, girl yet. Oh, Because okay. if I'm going to get dick, I want all the dick. It's all about me. I need to be the center of attention. Um, Selfish over here. (laughs) Danny's like, I can understand that. (laughs) Me too. Uh, Yeah, no, mostly it's... The dumbest script that I got recently was... um, 
my stepdaughter had my college age stepdaughter had sent me uh, flowers for Mother Day, Mother's Day and the flower shop messed up and they sent me a bouquet with a pink dildo in it. <laughs> and I was very upset about the pink dildo and at first tried to hide it from my stepdaughter that had sent me them, but then admitted that I had got it and then we were confused and then we called the flower shop and then we found out that it was for a bachelorette party and then we realized pink dildos shouldn't go to waste. Oh, okay. So you're like, well, since we have one, let's that, do it. That was like the dumbest. I was like, there's a lot of steps. It's- I was I was jerking off to this one about a month ago, and it was Fourth of July themed, and it was like the dad was sitting there flipping burgers while like his. I guess his son comes over and fucked his step his stepmother and his stepsister right while the dad was flipping burgers. And it he was kept like flipping outside. burgers. Yeah. That's just trying to get like you've got cuckold, you've got incest, you've got milf. There's a got, lot going on. They're in just it. trying yeah. to cram as many genres into one scene as possible. I didn't even like masturbate. I was just watching it because I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> like I don't understand. Like the dad's making burgers and he's asking his son. He's like, how do you want it, son? And the son's fucking his wife. And I was just like, you know, medium rare. It was so weird. Did yeah, it, it was really did weird. It, did you want a raw dog? As well? well, at the end, they ate a burger. Well, actually, no. Actually, what happened at the end, the dad <laughs> finished and like brought all the burgers like just around the corner. It's not like they were doing it like hidden away in another room. He just came around the corner to where the pool was. It was just like, oh, my God, what are you guys doing? Is that part of it? Like they yeah. want a surprise where there's like the- always that shot. You always got to get that shot. And my favorite person is the person that comes in as an extra <laughs> or as we call them a non sex role in porn. So it's and I've admittedly 100 percent done this, but it's anywhere between 50 and 200 dollars. And you come and you sit on sex on set all day, like where other people are having sex, and you just like s- s- usually sit in the same room with them, ignoring <laughs> ignoring. The I want to do this. That's I what the dad do was doing. The dad was in a so non-sex role, just making burgers. So yeah, and sometimes like you won't even be you'll but you'll be on standby because as soon as the guy pops, you got to come in with your line. You got to be ready with your line. Or what's usually, the line like? Uh... It's you know. Uh, for my first boy-girl scene. So what happened is I had a workman come over to set up a sex swing that was a surprise for my girlfriend. And what he oh. did is that I had a dildo stuck to my closet door. And what he did is he drilled out a hole where the dildo was and replaced it with his penis. And while I was getting warmed up for my girlfriend to come home, I, I got on that penis. And I was, and then I was like, wait a minute, this isn't a dildo. <laughs> and I was that is like, a brilliant premise. Good thing... Good thing I can't go back to. Good thing I can't go back to plastic ever having this nice warm cock. <laughs> <laughs> so who wrote that movie? Like Tarantino or someone? One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, only the best. <laughs> so tell me about this. So you've never done a boy-girl scene. Yeah. This is the first thing. What made you want to go there? I mean, is that's kind of a big step. Dating in L.A. Yeah, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Dating in L.A. led you to doing boy-girl porn. Uh, yeah, because I, my relationship, long-time relationship ended in August, and I started dating, and I was on apps and all that stuff. And dudes it's on so the West dismal. Side would be like, why don't you come over? And I was like, so you want me to Uber your house, fuck you for 20 minutes, and then Uber back, and you're not even going to pay for the Uber? Oh, man. Yeah. And I'd be like, wow, dudes, I'd be like, just come on over with a bottle of wine or just come on over. I've got a bottle of wine. And and it would be like, well, why did you work? come to me? 
And I, no, it doesn't I was work. About to it say, doesn't no, fucking it work. It does not work. But I'm like, bro, seriously, I just want a bone. And I'm not driving two hours because you go to the west side if you don't unfamiliar yeah, with yeah, LA. That's, that's it's, like t- it's only t- six miles away, but it doesn't take it you two hours hour. to yeah. get there. Yeah. So yeah, it's an, easily an hour there and an hour back. I'm like, I'm not driving two hours for fucking twenty minutes of sex. No, that's but at the same time, logistically, that never it works, doesn't make though. sense. Like the guys, like you come to me. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't. I never came over. Wow. And I got yeah. into porn because I was like, screw you guys. So how does it work with a boy-girl thing? They So they told you, hey, we have a scene coming up, boy-girl scene. Do you pick the dude? Like, I mean, or were they just like, no, here's Ron I Jeremy and s- just go I, ahead? No, and Ron, Jeremy, <laughs> Ron Jeremy hasn't performed in 30 fucking years. Let's be honest. Um, no, he hasn't performed in forever. Um, easily 30 years. Uh, I submitted a list of acceptable peni. Okay, so you actually okay, so you give a list of all the dudes that you're like, yeah, these are the guys. Oh, okay, and I've been wow. in the industry for so long, so I know everybody. So like, and some of the guys I've already screwed off camera, so it's like whatever. So it's yeah, it's not not a big surprise. So do you like meet? beforehand and plan it out no. like i mean it... we talk about it like during the scene like you know as we're getting ready and like wiping our buttholes down usually <laughs> we'll like sit and like make out a little bit to get a little chemistry going off camera um and i'll say things like if you bite my nipples i'll punch you in the face oh okay so you tell them boundaries, Bound- you set we boundaries. Talk about boundaries. So basically it's that and don't ask me to lick my butthole because oh don't ask me to lick your butthole because i won't those are <laughs> those are generally my, my two like that's a, that's another recent kind of genre, ass-eating porn. I just, Ugh. I don't get that either. No. It kind of disgusts me, actually. If someone wants to eat my ass, they can go to town. But if they ask me to eat their ass, they're going to get this face, like that skeptical <laughs> hip-hop. Because <laughs> a dude's ass is no, way more disgusting than a girl's ass. Anybody's ass. ass. What the hell? No, 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 no. I've, eat, I've eaten a girl's like, ass girl's a couple sorry. times, all right? <laughs> there was cocaine involved. Yeah, usually. Yeah. <laughs> usually a little cocaine involved that got me to do that. So anyway, in this scene with the, with the guy, the guy's coming over to, to set up a sex swing, and he puts his dick, so it's like a glory hole. Yeah, so it started out with a glory hole, and then it went into... Wow, it's actually amazing. I did... It, it's going to come out um, probably in January and Porn Stars Like It Big. Porn Stars Like It Big? That's the... Keep an eye out for that. Um, How big was the dick? Was it huge? I mean, here's the thing about porn dick. It's it's special occasion dick. Like, you don't want that all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the dick that you marry. That's not the dick that you like, you know, like, here and there you're like, oh, this is really fun. But all the but special occasions. Yeah, I, I can see that. Like it's got to hurt. I mean, it's got to hurt if you do that no. all the time. I mean, I imagine you get very chafed, but like, yeah. it was just like having a good night out. You know, well, I was a little sore the next day, <laughs> which is what you want after a good night out, you know? <laughs> so did it, did it like, did he perform fine? Did he like pop at the right time? They put me, I, I only work with professionals. Okay, all right. I've always thought that would be the worst. Like if you're with a guy and he just can't. Like, can't fucking jizz. That's why my list is... That's not a thing. Oh. 100% Damn not it. a thing. I What's a stunt it cock? It's one of those internet things that they say that apparently a guy will come in just to finish. No way. No, why would you pay thing. two so that's male not, that's performers? Not a real thing. No, that's not a thing. <laughs> that's absolutely not a thing. See, Danny's looking for a job in porn. I was to get that joke because that seems like really quick. 30 seconds, I can pull that one. Well, I mean, you could probably be a fluffer. No, sure fluffers are a thing, but he could be a mope. What's a mope? A mope. So there's a genre. I There's a genre of porn where um, a mope, <laughs> uh, where the, there will be a full scene with like a like a 
professional male performer and then after the scene a bunch of guys he, he comes on her then after the scene a bunch of guys will come in and come on her her more so it's kind of like a sex scene with a bukkake thrown in and so the guys that come Whoa. in for the shot for the for the pop shot they get paid like 50 bucks a head and call them so- mopes because <laughs> most of the time they're like weirdos that they found on basically craigslist and so they're just hanging out while the dude's boning there. The dude finishes on her, and then they just they, they like, oh, just, hey, they, they, they have to the jerk room. off on her. And usually they're not good at their job because it's not their job. Wow. But the thing is, <laughs> but the hierarchy of, of porn is that if you want to be a male porn star, most of them start out in gangbang scenes. And so if you can perform through a gangbang scene or through like a circle jerk, like you obviously have what it takes. Well, yeah, I could, I've got to. I could, imagine, he, I could he, imagine a boner killer. A <laughs> yeah, it's not like they give you like the prettiest girl and the softest romantic lighting. It's like, no, can you hang out with 30 other sweaty oh dudes and pop on command? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I've heard that dudes get into porn usually because they're girlfriends. Like their girlfriends, like that's the only guy I'm going to be willing to bang. And so then. That is one route. Yeah. But those so guys don't you, normally last very long. Normally, as soon as she ditches him, like. They're just done. Yeah. Yeah. No one puts up with them. Yeah. So are you, so do porn stars still make money? Yeah. Like, is there still a lot of money in porn? Like what it was back when you, you know, like there was never a lot of money in porn. Basically, you could make a comfortable living and enjoy what you do. Okay, so you can so you can still do it if you wanted to do it full time. You could still do it full time. Yeah, I mean, but you have to like mix it up now. Now you have to like cam and you have to do all these other things. Like you can't oh. just shoot features just because commerce has changed. It doesn't matter whether it's porn or you're selling, you know, rubber duckies. The way that we consume anything has changed. Well, do they still have like porn stars? Like you know, like Vivid used to have like the big porn stars. That that's a question for the consumer. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess I'm, there's I'm a few. I'm too in it, man. I'm too yeah. deep. Can't see the forest for the trees. So, what did you think about the boy girl scene? Do we, are you going to do another one? Uh, yeah, on the 21st. Oh, you're doing another one. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's the uh, premise of this one? Uh, it was supposed to be Valentine's Day themed, but they've changed it. Now it's going to be New Year's Eve themed. A New Year's Theme, Eve themes are very big theme. in porn. Yeah, yeah, that's themes interesting. are big. Basically, it's like the the calendars that you made on the wall in. Um, you know, elementary school, basically that, but with boobs. Okay, all right, all right. Well, like, I could see that being kind of sexy. So, what, which, uh, which uh, companies are you working with these days? Right now, it's just Brazzers. Uh, Brazzers. Yes, because they own Brazzers. They own everything. Are they the biggest uh, yeah. online porn company? If you're interested in uh, doing a more in-depth study of the porn industry and how it currently works, I would highly recommend The Butterfly Effect by John Ronson. Um, Audible has it for free right now. He also uh, released the book. The Butterfly Effect. Yes. Um, and it talks about the effect of internet porn on... Basically, all the questions you're asking me are answered. Oh, okay, podcast. so like how internet porn affected yeah. uh, the business. Th- that's and all above that. my pay grade. I'm just here to touch <laughs> junk and get money. <laughs> Can I have the orgasms in the check, please? So what? So what dudes are you? Are you allowed to talk about like what dudes will you not work with? Like James Dean, would you work with that guy? Yeah, I've known James since I was 19. Since we're both 19. Oh, how, is it, how old is that guy? I thought is that guy 34, 33, oh, 34, 35. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. What about the old school dudes? Like, what's the age limit? There's no age limit. Um, I think, I mean, I've So got... you would do Ron Jeremy, even if he was doing porn? No. 
No. I think most girls like would not go there with him. No, basically everyone's on my list is someone that I know and think is attractive. Oh, okay. So it's someone like uh yeah, that you're yeah. actually attracted to. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, this is this is this is not my day job. I have a day job that I love. So you're just doing it for fun. So yeah, this is me like I'm in my thirties, my vagina's already out there on the internet, and I just want to bang and dating sucks. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. Why not why not? Like, it's kind of true, and but. especially like right now, I mean the, the stepmom porn thing is so well, big. The end of the world is coming. I mean we're gonna get nuked so soon like, yeah do you want to what, what am yeah, i waiting for point. do i, I actually, really think that i'm gonna get married and move to the suburbs do you think that that the american dream is ever gonna happen for any of us i doubt it yeah and to be honest i think you're doing the best part of averting nuclear war because you're actually making these dudes you know fucking masturbate and nah. come and get off and be less angry i don't nah. i think there's i think there's a lot of dudes if it wasn't for porn i think there'd be a lot more murder I think that what I do with women as an esthetician actually is a lot better for the world overall. To make well, yeah, them feel comfortable like with their bodies. Hairy vaginas are like really massive bushes. It's scary. Super out. Scary. <laughs> actually, I don't mind a little bit of seventies bush, but when it's like all the way down, like throughout the ass crack, this is a little too much. It's got to be like I like the seventies bush, but not like the whole thing. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? I, as someone that waxes. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, I do know exactly what you're talking about. When's the last time you waxed a dude? Uh, not Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. What, so what's the deal with this? The guy on all fours, and you just put wax down there and just rip it all out. Um, I would like to say yes because I get a lot of those little bitch boys coming in. Um, no, it's not like that. I, I, the one thing that I like about what I do, whether it's sex work or working as an esthetician, is that I like to make people feel comfortable. I like to make them feel safe and that what they want is okay. Um, and make them feel make them feel just a little bit better about themselves. Like, you know, like you can't help if you're born part man, part sweater. Like some people are just born part man, part sweater. But if it's you're going to come to hairy. me... You know, I'm going to like smooth you out. I'm going to make you feel good. I'm going to make you feel comfortable and tell you how many other people also are part man, part sweater, because there's a lot of them out there <laughs> and how you don't need to feel so goddamn alone. So how do you do it? Like, what do you do? Do you do I would I be like <clears throat> laying on my back, legs spread open? Uh, <laughs> Danny's trying to get the visual here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's how it's done? Well, it depends on what I'm doing. If like I, I'm holding my balls yeah, like up. Absolutely. And, wow. Because for when you do the balls, you want to create tautness. So I usually so I need the man's help and to create a like a more flat surface area so um, like webbed want, out nutsack a little bit yeah if okay. you want actually i'm happy to do this on air i'm, I'm, no, <laughs> I'm not I'm honestly thinking we need to do this that's, as a that's where i was going i'm gonna pass on that i just want to get a little more info i think on you how need it works. to do it for your fans and i think <laughs> yeah. anybody listening to this that wants to hear him get waxed on air should call in and uh, also i'm gonna say this that. is there is nothing better than a freshly waxed asshole. Like, you feel so clean. Like, the Charmin Bears have nothing on you. Like, when you have a tidy butthole, you can conquer the world. I do remember, uh, I was dating this girl that made me put Nair, like, uh, down there, the whole area, and I'd never done that before. Oh, shit. I Nair that whole thing. <laughs> and it was so weird. It was like, all of a sudden, clumps of hair started falling off. And then, yeah, it was all gone. It was the smoothest my ass, like my ass cheeks have ever been. I remember just walking around like, oh my God, this is so smooth. That's why I have so many clients that come in to get their ass waxed. Yeah, but then when it grows back, it's like, it hurts. Well, with Nair, with Nair it grows back prickly. When we yeah. use sugaring, which is the technique that I use, it grows back soft. And less oh. of it grows back because it's not... Um, 
because it has permanent damage to the hair follicle. So when it comes back, it, it less hair comes back and it grows back more soft. So if you're super hairy and you regularly sugar, you're going to have less hair regrowth. Don't you think, though, if you hooked up with a dude that you met, like on whatever, an app or something, it came over and he had that finely shorn butthole and the, that whole nether region, would you be like, are you a porn star? Like, I would be like, you do porn because most dudes do not do that. Actually, most guys do. Really? Yeah, I, I see some. I normally have. Gay to, men or straight? I mean, they're fucking me, so who knows? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so a lot of dudes do that. Yes, it's very common. I guess we're in the minority. Oh, I don't know. Danny, no, do you no, do that? Do you guys his, trim and shave your balls? I trim and I shave but my here's nuts. Here's the thing. I totally looked into sugar and I've thought about it. I honestly have. Oh my God. You've, you've thought I, about I, doing I've this. I've honestly thought he about it. He even knows the term. I didn't even know that. No, it's like when she said it, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I've, when did you look into this? A while ago, man, because like shaving is such a pain in the ass, right? <laughs> and then there is that thing. It's like, like I'm, I'm not that hairy of a guy, no, but like not. my butt and my legs are. <laughs> You're like a fawn. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's like you know it's like sometimes it's like you're just like damn it, man. I wish I didn't have hair down there. You know. It's well, like, I can solve all of your ails. <laughs> so do you get do the guys do you t so what happens? You put the wax down there. So it's not wax; it's sugar. So it's sugar. So so it's a it's an ancient hair removal technique. It goes back hundreds hundreds of years. It's the Egyptians did this. Yeah. Basically, because I guess the Prophet Muhammad said that women must remove their pubic hair and underarm hair every 40 days. You got to so, be kidding. Muhammad was into shaved pussy. Bald pussy. Bald pussy. Well, this is the guy that says you die and you get 72 virgins. The only people that want to have sex with virgins are fucking pedos. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was such a freak. Yeah. Muhammad was a freak. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. God. Okay. So he was having girls. You sugar to Every, shave well, the pussies. Put, not shave. It's hair removal. Oh, it's, or hair removal. Okay. Sorry. sorry I, I'm, I'm, I'm in this. I'm like, you must yeah, use yeah. a specific term. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, you know, I wipe. It's a, it's a paste, and I wipe the paste on um, against the grain of the hair growth, and then I flick it off in the direction of hair growth. And it's, I have just a wrist motion that I use, and I use gloves. I just change the gloves in between. So I'm basically just working with my hands and clean gloves. There's How no much steps, hair no comes off? Just like a everything. Big Wow. It just it just pulls out. Does it hurt? Yeah. I'm ripping hair out from the root. Does the guy scream? Is the guy like, ah? Um, sounds like way worse than a tattoo. Sometimes. Wow, yeah. yeah I but think... usually not. I mean, it's not. I, I'm known for being an exceptionally gentle sugarer. I God put me on worth. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Sugar. Like I feel like I was put on worth on Earth to be a bikini waxer. I 100 percent believe this because I just have like it comes naturally to me. Um, I, I can I can do a Brazilian in seven minutes. I remember which my is brother. Fast. My brother did this guy that was like he said the term is get your sideburns waxed or get your sideburns trimmed or something. And I was like, what does that mean? He goes, that means you get your ass your ass uh you know your your hair ripped out of your ass. And I was like, sideburns? I've never heard that. Never is that heard. true? I, that, that may be specific colloquial. It's oh, maybe, okay. Maybe, maybe it's a San Francisco term San Francisco. or something. Yeah, with, yeah. With, within that group. Yeah, you could do I the code with sideburns. I can only speak for myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever met a pussy you wouldn't wax? Uh, if someone has open active lesions. Uh, yeah. oh, that's, you've had that come in? People come in with like active lesions down there? Mm-hmm. Cool. And generally, it's like this looks like an ingrown hair, but it's it's an open lesion, and I can't perform a service on this. Oh, okay, and they're and just that, like, and, that, All right. and that's where I leave it. It's just things. It's not my place to diagnose. All mm. I can I can just say is if there's an open wound, obviously I can't work in that area. 
So, Which. and that's really the end of that. Um, I don't really get a fire client, sadly. I've been, I, I try to, but sometimes you get stuck with people that are not awesome. Oh, yeah, and they, what, they're just repeat clientele, and you mm-hmm. guys and they decide that they it? really like you, and then they're a pain in the ass for whatever reason. Like, I have one client that will book out an hour and a half of my schedule, and then has been rescheduling that same appointment for the past four months. Ah, that's yeah. annoying. Yeah, yeah, super annoying. But no one's really like that bad. I mean, it's. I will say Valentine's Day is the worst week of the year. Oh, um, man. So my busiest week is we're is busiest for Coachella. Um, the week before Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine you probably want to be waxed before you go to Coachella. That's and spray like, tans, that's yeah. like 100 degrees yeah. of spray tans. Yeah. So everyone uh, wants to be like smooth and tanned so they can get their desert sex on. And so they look skinny. Um, so Coachella is our, our busiest week of the year. New Year's Eve is actually the week before that is our second busiest week. Well, Coachella's two weeks now. So the, so technically anyway um but valentine's day is where all the bears come out because it's oh, all the, the people that day? haven't groomed their vagines since last valentine's day and i don't know what it is but it's like all it's all new clients <laughs> oh my God. and by state law i'm not allowed to trim the pubic hair because uh, i'm an esthetician so i can only work on skin which is dumb because I'm ripping out Wait, most of my jobs. Were can't getting. trim the. I'm pubes? not allowed to trim it. I can have my license revoked because I'm not a cosmetologist, so I'm not allowed to trim alter the hair shaft. Oh wow, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like, those are the days that people scream. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, because think how long that hair is. Yeah, because they haven't touched it. Couldn't Couldn't you just buy a pair of clippers and say, "Hey, go trim it, and then I'll fix you up." We definitely have. Okay methods and ways do you ever have anyone that comes in that you can be like you just smell and you're like oh my god i treat everyone with dignity and respect okay so you, you'll just deal with it and it's fine i'm like yeah i'm really nice so wow it's like the yeah you're like the best esthetician of all time well after being on porn like i, I put my oh my god I yeah put, like, <laughs> i have squirted on like a dirty garage floor and licked it up like who are we talking like, what's gonna gross about me to out say, yeah, yeah basically i'm like bad? no buttholes yeah like, I won't lick I'll touch your butthole I will sugar your butthole I'll make it tidy and clean I'll pick out all of your ingrown hairs won't lick your butthole that's kind of where I draw the line also I hate right. being peed on so fuck squirters because it's always pee it is pee it's see? pee right it is pee they proved it alright well it's awesome to see you it's again see you Ryan it's, it's great where can people check out like uh, where can people find um, out what you're doing these mostly days mostly my twitter feed is delightful and random um, and very liberal uh, so if you can't deal with that don't tune in but I frequently put my machine up there, so check it out. That's at Ryan Keeley, R-Y-A-N-K-E-E-L-Y. And then I'm the real Ryan Keeley on Instagram. On Instagram. And that's it. Yeah. And do you post links to like uh, browsers and the other um, companies? I, yeah, I repost that. And then I have um, something called OnlyFans, which you can subscribe to for a couple bucks a month. It's like Patreon, but you know, it's like dirty pictures and videos of me. And you can Whoa. deal Is with me like, and Do a lot of porn stars do that? OnlyFans? Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. So what you just sign up, just like Patreon, you just yeah. uh, subscription. Sign up, and then I, you know, I have, you get basically all the naughty nude pics that I'd be I'm sending to dudes on the west side that aren't coming over, or hot spots <laughs> in the valley that are being really flaky, are also get posted on my OnlyFans, as well as um, I shoot like video, little video clips, all my glamour photos, and all that good stuff. Oh wow! Well, check it yeah. out OnlyFans.com slash Ryan Keeley slash Ryan Keeley. All right. Well, that's awesome. Uh, People, this is episode uh, 614 here of uh, Sick and Wrong. Uh, We have news stories coming up next. We have phone calls after that. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. 
Do you need more sick and wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a sick and wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better sick and wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So we got some good stories here this week. Um, the first one came in from Rich. Rich writes, this dude needs to eat a salad every once in a while. This guy was charged in an underage sex sting. And, you know, that's not that atypical of a story. Like, we've done stories like that. Normally, I'd skip over it completely. Yeah. But it's the way this whole sting was arranged and what the guy brought with him to meet the kid who he presumed that he was going to bang. So anyway, if you look at the mugshot, this dude's just a big obese fat kid. And he's like fucking 22 years old. How old did he think the kid was that he was going to be banging? Oh, he knew he was 15. Okay, so yeah, he, yeah. he was purposely heading up with like a 15-year-old boy, girl, what? Boy, he knew. Right. I'll get to that in a second. But okay. this guy knew he was going to bang a 15-year-old. And he had a whole sex kit like prepared. So let me get into this here. Um... Youngstown State University student charged an underage sex sting. This is in uh, Ohio, Youngstown, Ohio. Police are accusing a 22-year-old YSU student from Ashtabula County of sending nude pictures. Nude pictures. Oh. This fat, disgusting sod, bu sod buster was sending nude pictures to this kid. Um, of sending nude pictures and trying to have sex with a teenage boy who turned out to be an undercover police officer. Did, that's that's one of my favorite things that cops do, these sex stings, where they pose like a child online. How how does that work though? Because in America you have that whole entrapment thing, isn't that entrapment? Because uh, haven't you seen to catch a predator? No, you've never I, seen Dateline no, NBC to catch a predator with Chris no, Hansen. No, it's because you're because you're too scared of seeing yourself on it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, this is the Had episode I was in. <laughs> my special's on the TV. <laughs> Tune in, everybody. Um, you know, I don't know. He doesn't do that. I don't think uh, Catch Predator's on anymore. But we had Chris Hansen on the show maybe like two years ago to talk about this. Like, I think he was doing a Kickstarter for a new To Catch a Predator type show he was doing. I don't know whatever happened to it. That show was the best. I love that show. He would like... Basically, he would do the same thing. He had a staff of uh, officers that would pose as undercover, as like undercover officers posing as as children, usually like twelve year olds, eight year olds, Ugh. and these men would come over to this house with the expectation of having sex with a minor, and then they're sitting there waiting. And usually, that was the best thing that uh, that Chris Hansen would do. If it was like a dude that thought he was texting with a girl, he would have like a, a young girl. Like she was obviously over 18, but she looked like she was like 14. Yeah. She'd come to the door and be like, oh, hey, you're here. Let me, let me get into something more comfortable. And then she would go upstairs and the dude would just be kind of waiting and you'd see the, the video on him and the camera's just kind of recording him. He's just sitting there waiting, takes a seat. And then Chris Hansen comes like from around the corner. Oh, wow. He's just like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> and the guy's like, uh, uh. 
well, uh, who are you? He's just like, I'm Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. <laughs> and then sometimes the guys would try to run and get tackled by the police outside. Or sometimes they'd just be like, oh, shit, and just talk to him. Oh, wow. Oh, it's I'm, such a great show. And, and that video, the face was on there and everything? Like, you could see yeah. everything? Well, because they committed a crime. So, you know, you lose your rights to, like, you know, hide oh. your image. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty cool. So, with that, I always wondered, like, how is that not entrapment? But yeah. it's not entrapment because they're committing a crime. You know, by even chatting with... if As soon as the police officer says in the chat room, I'm a 15-year-old, you're supposed to be like, done. But if you keep talking and then sending nude pictures, you've already, you're already fucked. Oh, weird. So what okay. happened in this case is it's kind of like that. You know, this uh, uh, Albert Maruna the fourth. Like, I like that. Albert Maruda the fourth. So there's um, three other pedos. <laughs> there's three other pedos. It just yeah, it's generational. Um, <laughs> uh, police say he'd agreed to meet someone who he thought was a 15 year old boy. So going into this, Maruna was like, "I'm totally going to shag a 15 year old boy." He didn't want to play Nintendo or anything like that. <laughs> he didn't need to do Nintendo. <laughs> Um, as it turned out, police say it was one of their officers who had been in contact with Maruna through an online dating app since last week. They don't specify the name of the online dating app. Uh, the officer who created a profile in the app said he was contacted by Maruna. And then uh, he told Maruna several times, and this is documented, that's why it's a crime, uh, that he was only 15 years old. Maruna kept texting him, sent several naked pictures, said he wanted to have sex with him, and arranged a meetup. And that's what cracks me up about this. Like, so at what point, like, who do they choose to go undercover as a minor? Like, who, who's like, I want you to be a 13-year-old boy on Tinder? Yeah, I don't think I could pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe a 22-year-old boy, but no, I don't think I... But, like, it's just, is that, like, the worst job? Like, do cops hate it? Or are cops like, no, this is going to be awesome. I get to sit on a computer all day, talk to pedos. Get naked pictures of fat dudes. Yeah. This is going to be see, great. See, if, if it wasn't the fact that some fat, sweaty pedo is sending you a picture of his cock, then it would probably be okay, right? Because the idea of like taking one of those guys off the street is... That's awesome. But then you're going to have to look at his cock. You're, <laughs> like, you're going to have to get oh, naked what did he pictures. Send? <laughs> like, oh. And then do you have to be like... Do you have to send like nude pictures back to him? I, I don't know how they do that. Like, I wonder Maybe. if they go online and just kind of search for, like, oh, this kid looks kind of young, send it back to him. Like, how yeah. detailed do they get yeah. with the correspondence? Huh, maybe they shave their own cocks and send that picture of their own cock to them and just say, just say that they haven't grown any kids yet. Well, that would work for you because you could look at it and be like, oh, that's like an eight-year-old's cock right there. It's about the size of an eight-year-old prepubescent, prepubescent cock, you know? I mean, that works. But, like, you know, for me, I'd be like, dude, you must be, like, I don't know, a 30-year-old black man. You know, <laughs> it just wouldn't work, you know. Either that, or you have gangrene. Um, but anyway, I, I just—it makes me think of. Uh, I remember in Bay City, Michigan, when I was in high school. We always we all used to go work out at uh, I forget the name of the gym. It was like a fucking. It wasn't at twenty four. It was before twenty four hour fitness. It was in the nineties. Um, we'd all work out this gym and there were a bunch of cops that used to hang out there. And I remember talking to this one cop, there was a Bay City cop, Bay City, Michigan. And uh, he was saying like, every time the rookies start, the first thing that they do to break in the rookies is they put them on the detail where they have to go bust all like the uh, adult bookstores. 
There was like all these like gay adult bookstores, right? Which I imagine that's kind of how it is was back then before Grinder. Yeah. It's like you had adult bookstores that like gay men would suck each other's dicks while in the movie theater, and so that was like the the rookie thing. Like as soon as you became on, like you came on as a rookie, you had to go out in Saginaw and bust like break up all the gay men sucking each other's cocks in the adult bookstore. So it was really what they're doing is they hey you're gonna get to see a lot of guys butt fucking each other <laughs> tonight you're gonna get to see a lot of bumming that's what happens and so i remember like we'd make fun of him. we're like so did you uh bust up any uh any any blowjobs today <laughs> you're on blowjob patrol and the dudes would say like yeah yeah it fucking sucks you gotta do that for a year and then you're off but it's the, the running joke like as soon as you come out of like police academy or whatever you sign on it's like you're going to uh ace at all bookstore and you got to go bust up. <laughs> you got to like go in there at like two in the morning and shine your flashlights. <laughs> uh, or you got to go to the rest stop. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised my brother never got I think I, my, my brother had to have been arrested a couple times. It's got, uh, all, the, all the seats are sticky and you're walking around and it's like, that, I hope that's gum I just stood in. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it, this sounds like that. It's like, you know, when you, or maybe they have like a special victims unit that just does this. But it I, sounds to me like it's like breaking in the rookies. Yeah, it could be. But you would you would think they would probably do have specialists because then they because they probably they know, know what to say. Well, and they also will probably know how that they how these guys groom kids and stuff like that. So they would need to know all the weird triggers and stuff like that. So how to be like a professional nonce? Yeah, you know, like go in there. It's like <laughs> exactly the There's Jimmy Savile like textbook. <laughs> Now then, now then. Well, the Gary Glitter technique works for a lot of kids. But uh, <laughs> Jimmy Savile, now that guy. <laughs> so anyway, Maruna here. Big, fat, lonely Maruna. You know, this guy never gets laid. He's not going to get He's not going to be lonely anymore. He's going to have 18 very close friends in jail. Friends in prison. <laughs> and he's going to be getting laid a lot. So Maruna was stoked he's sitting here communicating with who he thinks is a 15 year old boy who's totally digging his fat guy naked pictures that he's getting he's like all right let's get to the next level we're gonna meet up and have sex so the two agreed to meet in austin town township ohio and uh he told them he was gonna bring sprite chicken alfredo and lube which makes me think of like you know, you know how like Harrison has this sex kit that he's put together after <laughs> for years like he brings this kid along with him when he like you know goes on a date with a with a new chick that he thinks he's gonna get laid he brings the kit he's got like a portable kit and I think there's got like fur handcuffs and like feathers and yeah. I don't know what else that pervert has in there but he has a lot of gross shit in there you know butt plugs whatever anyway this guy his sex kit is just what a can of Sprite. Chicken Alfredo, probably in a Tupperware container, and lube. So that makes me think that the first time his uncle, his dad, his grandfather, whatever the, the third, the second, or whatever. <laughs> the generations <laughs> of pedos. Whichever one diddled him first, <laughs> basically put him in front of the TV, gave him a Chicken Alfredo TV dinner, a can of Sprite, and then popped, popped some lube by the fire to warm up. <laughs> And they said, after you, after you finish that, son, you're going to be in for a treat. I like how you know how to warm up lube. Is this, is this from personal experience? I 
don't know. Daddy's like, I got the lube at the right temperature. Let's go. I'm, I'm picturing, I'm picturing like a Christmas scene because it's like Christmas right now. I'm picturing like the house in Gremlins. You know, there's like the Christmas tree, the roaring fire. You got roasting chestnuts, warming lube. This kid's watching A Wonderful Life on the TV, and his, you know, his, his dad or his uncle gives him the chicken alfredo and a can of sprite and he's like this is the best day ever Dude. what's that warming by the fireplace <laughs> don't worry son we'll be into that a little bit later you know if you swapped out the chicken alfredo with some like a chipotle burrito my brother would be totally down i think my brother would be like you say chipotle and lube i'm down i'm totally down um so please say so the, so the dude ends up bringing a sex kit with the alfredo and everything shows up there and of course, who does he meet? The Popo. It's like full on trap. It's a trap there, Maruna. Um, so he's arrested after he shows up at the meeting spot. Please end up searching his vehicle. They found an iPhone, a MacBook, three zip drives, a bottle of Astroglide lube, Vaseline, two bottles of Sprite, and chicken Alfredo in a Tupperware container. So the, the, I think the one thing that stands out to me out of all this, even more than the chicken Alfredo, zip drives. Who the fuck has zip drives? Zip drives. When's the last time you heard zip drive? I, it's it's got to be like, it's over a decade. No, it's like 20 years. Well, you're an old man like me. Yeah. I mean, we both, did you have, I, I had my own like zip, uh, yeah, my own zip yeah, drive, zip, zip drives discs. In the 90s. I mean, we all had that. They were like 100 megabytes or whatever. Is like that, 250, is, 250, I think, was the max. I don't remember. 250 megs they, they is all you could hold on one of those. They weren't big. <laughs> they definitely didn't go up to a gig unless there's like a new one that I haven't So what about. the fuck does this dude have on three zip drives? 90s porn. <laughs> oh, maybe. Wait, 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 wait. The kid's Teletubbies or he's something? He's 22, so how the hell would he even know what a zip drive is? That's what I don't get. Like, where did he find a zip drive? Do they? Can you go to Best Buy and buy a zip drive no, right now? No, I, I don't bet even if you know where you'd on, get one. I bet if you looked on Amazon, you can't. You'd have to go on eBay to even get them. You know how uh, I was talking to this a coworker that we uh, at work was telling me that he collects tapes now, cassette tapes. He's like, "Yeah, I order tapes because tapes are cool." And I'm like, "They're not cool." It's like no. the worst medium to listen to yeah. music. He's like, "Well, you listen to vinyl." It's like, "Yeah, vinyl's better than tapes." Yeah, totally. like, tapes just suck. Yeah. And you they know, snap, and then you got to turn them over, and they, you have that or And they sound like over. shite, and yeah. they fucking uh, degrade over time. It's yep. just, it's a really shitty medium. That's why they were replaced by CDs. And that's why CDs and tapes were both replaced by MP3s. Right. Because it's a lot easier to listen to MP3s than, than to a, a tape. I don't even think the guy has a tape player. Yeah. Might have a Walkman or something. But anyway. Maybe he has an 8-track in his car. Now, that's kind of cool, though. <laughs> but so he was telling me about this, and I was thinking... After reading the story, I'm like, I wonder, are zip drives making a comeback? Is that like cool now to have a fucking zip drive and a bunch uh, of zip disks instead of just like a flash drive that can hold 20 gigs on it? If if this guy had a waxed mustache, a lumberjack uh, fucking jacket and stuff, and <laughs> he was like a skinny hipster. jeans, then I could understand him going, oh yeah, zip drives are cool if he's some hipster, but he's just some No, he's fat, like a creepy pedo. fat guy, yeah. A big fat pedo. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too concerned about him being hit. I wonder. Hey, it could be the fact that nobody actually has zip drives, so maybe he 
carries his really fucking scary pedo porn on there because hmm. like if because no like one would go- be yeah cops wouldn't even be able to play it yeah if he's going through airport security because you know nowadays they can check your laptop and shit like they're gonna look at that and go i don't have any way to look at this on you go it's like and just toss it out yeah, yeah. It's just a that that makes sense um do you think he brought the drives. alfredo to eat or to use his lube in case he ran out of the other stuff <laughs> depends how lumpy it was <laughs> Maybe it was an Alfredo. It just creamy. looked like Alfredo. <laughs> it's just a gonorrheal discharge. That's the one thing about chicken. I, that's why I never eat creamy shit like that. Because that's what it reminds me of. It's disgusting. I never eat Alfredo. And that the whole Alfredo sauce, it's just gross. It's gross. But, uh, you know, I wonder if... Um, yeah, I've never tried to romance a 15-year-old on the internet. But I wonder if that would work, being like, hey... I got some chicken Alfredo that I made and some lube. Are you into it? I want to know how big the bowls of Sprite were. Because <laughs> there's two bowls of Sprite, right? Did he bring two small bowls, one for each of them, or they two big two-liter bowls because he expected to get really thirsty and there was going to be a lot of sweating? That's a good point. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why that matters, but that's a good point. I, I do like the idea of that. You know, maybe you should try... Have you ever tried that on the... Because uh, you're on the apps. Like, you're on the Bumbles and the Tinders. Just, Do you, have you ever tried the doing the, uh, the the chicken Alfredo? You ever, you ever say that? Because you, you cook. You I, are a chef. You yeah, cook. Yeah, I used to be, yeah. So do you ever, like, try to entice the girl over? Be like, hey, I made some chicken Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> chicken Alfredo. I usually go for... My own special know, Danny sauce. cookies. <laughs> 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 I wonder if that ever works. So uh, Maruna, after being busted here, admitted to them that he had sent nude photos and he came to Austin Town to this meeting spot hoping to have sex with a juvenile. That's the worst thing right there, man. What cock blockers. Like these guys, this dude probably never gets laid. Never gets laid. I mean, look at him. He's a big, disgusting, fat pedo. And now he's like at the Alfredo. He's like already probably put on some brute by Fabergé. He smells, you know, doesn't smell like just gross fat guy B.O., Goes and meets him busted. Do you think he was a top or a bottom? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he has that answer sex. I love how you ask the most pertinent questions. Like, how many bottles of Sprite did he bring? Is he a top or the bottom? (laughs) I don't know. When you're you're like uh, a nonce and you're like pursuing a younger kid, wouldn't you be the top? Like, do you think Jimmy Savile was a top? Oh, yeah. Now I think about it, yeah. So in your experience on, uh, what was that show that Savile did? Jim Will Fix It. Jim Will Fix It. So weren't you on Jim he Will Fix It? He never fixed it for that, me. He never <laughs> That's for it. sure. <laughs> he didn't fix anything, just to make that clear. I, w- I wonder, do you think he was a top? He probably was a top. Yeah. I don't know what weirdos like that, though, because maybe, maybe they don't actually like straight up have like sex with a kid. You know, maybe they just get the kid to like, fucking go down i don't know what the fuck i don't want to think about it. oh now i'm getting creeped out it's a little too much information coming from that side of the room uh, i'm gonna move on here on that note god good, good. two bottles of sprite uh please say they found several nude photos and sexually graphic conversations on maruna's phone and they're trying to determine the ages of those involved in those conversations dude this guy gets a gets around is it that easy to like chat up teens? I'm I, what I'm thinking is there's a lot of fucking horny teenagers that are out there. Obviously, if they're chatting, they're like fat, sweaty, twenty-two year olds. God, that is that is crazy. You know, if 
if I'm like on, if, when I was on Tinder or any of those apps and I saw a girl that looked like she was like not even 21, I just would move along. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't even want to try to go there. I don't even want to have her, I don't even want to have my message in her phone. See, I don't even set the age that low, so I wouldn't even see that. <laughs> you dirty fucking I th- pedo. <laughs> I think I, my age, what's, what's your age range? 30 up. 30 up? What about like the 26 year olds, 27 year olds? Too young? They're idiots. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we know this, right? We discussed this. Uh, okay, I guess it depends. Like Tinder, you know, I mean, you go, go for the hot young ones on Tinder, but like the uh, the Bumble's more serious. Right, right, right. And okay, right. Cupid. So yeah, it's like, I'm if, only if on I'm looking I'm for a relationship, yeah, it's probably going to be 30 and up. Um,. So yeah, they uh, they did a full review of his social media posts. Uh, they found out he's a student. Uh, he's been booked in jail on uh, attempted unlawful sexual contact with a minor, disseminating matter harmful to juveniles, and possessing criminal tools and importuning. Which I didn't even know that was a, a crime here. What, what's criminal tools? Uh, Check it out, Fredo. And a zip drive. That's a criminal tool. At, at this point, if you have a zip drive, you're probably a pedo. Because why the fuck else would you have one of those? Like to hold like 200 megs of porn? That's like not even one video. <laughs> you know what it probably is? It's a, probably a bunch of images. Yeah. It's probably images of him or all the kids that he's raped. And if you have those, nobody can read it because no one has a zip drive, a zip drive that you could hook up to your computer. It's brilliant. That's like probably like advanced pedo level. <laughs> That's like pedo 401 or something. It's like advanced pedo. It's like as soon as you get into it, like when you get to that advanced stage of being a pedo, they're like, you need to get a zip drive. I don't know where you're going to find one. You might find one on Craigslist, but that's how you carry your your kitty porn. And also uh, join the church, become a Republican senator. <laughs> and run for election in Alabama because they love pedos there. Exactly. Yeah, this kid wouldn't have been arrested if he'd been in Alabama. If he'd been in Alabama, it would have been fine. He just would have got voted in office. (laughs) Well, I bet you he would have been like 15 years old. Yeah, that's actually two years above the age of consent. (laughs) That's the one thing. Everyone's like talking about Roy Moore. It's like, oh, you know, the Democrats, like black people came in and and saved the Democrats, you know, saved the Democrats. And that's how uh, Doug Jones got elected. But the fact of the matter is, over half that fucking state voted for a pedo yeah, yeah, to be yeah. a senator, yeah. okay? So there, there are still many problems with this, all right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I saw people like posting stuff like congratulating Alabama. I'm like, you, you shouldn't be congratulating people that barely narrowly voted out the pedo. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they almost elected a pedo. It's like if it had been like 80% to 20%, then you'd be like, okay, good job, Alabama. But it was like a tight race. <laughs> I would bet you... $10 Roy Moore has a zip drive. I bet you he has a zip drive and he has a recipe for chicken Alfredo on his refrigerator. That guy. I'm never ever going to be able to eat chicken Alfredo again. It's not something I would search out, but now I'm never going to be able to touch it. All right. The next story we have here uh, came in from Hugo. Hugo says, sometimes it's best to just shut the fuck up and keep on walking. This is an interesting, uh, this is almost like thought experiment territory, this story. So three, uh, three people were arrested for throwing a good Samaritan over a bridge in Connecticut. So three people threw him over the bridge. 
Well, actually one person, but there are three people involved. Oh, okay. Three people face charges after Shelton police said they threw a man off the Shelton Derby Bridge. This is in Shelton, Connecticut, on Thanksgiving morning. It's a good one for the holidays. Yeah. What a holiday spirit here. Uh, police said they arrested 25-year-old Gregory Rocher of Derby, uh, 27-year-old Matthew Dorso of, you know, I don't even know these fucking town names in Connecticut. They're hard to even pronounce. So let's just say, police said they arrested 25-year-old Gregory Rocher, 27-year-old Matthew Dorso, and 22-year-old Jennifer Hannum, uh, all from Connecticut. Uh, they learned that Rocher had an argument with his girlfriend, Hannum, while walking over the bridge. You know, I was looking at the picture of, this, of, uh, of these people. His girlfriend's actually not that bad looking. She's kind of yeah. hot. She's kind of got like, that, like, that psycho white trash kind of, she probably does porn. I'm sure she does porn. But uh, you can tell she's kind of psycho, but yet pretty hot. Yeah. Um, so Roger got into an argument with his girlfriend, Hannah, while walking over the bridge. The victim and his brother were walking by, and they asked Hannah, the woman here, if she was okay. Um, and then they, uh, I guess, I don't know what she said, but then they attempted to walk away. That's an interesting uh, a, a, a dilemma, like situation here. Have you ever been a white knight in that type of situation? Like when you're walking down, you see a couple in an argument and would you intervene or would you just keep going? I thought about this because I, I, I have seen similar situations and if, if they're just screaming at each other, I'm just going to walk away. Now, if he's got her like holding onto her throat, just punching her face in, then I'm sorry. <laughs> then you might I, do something. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do something. Whether whether <laughs> Throw it's your like, chicken Alfredo at him, <laughs> go, go around the corner, uh, call the cops. You know, throw my bottle of Sprite at him. I've seen. That's the thing. It's like, and and that's the thing. I don't want to seem callous or insensitive. It's like, but I've been to the tenderloin. I've seen couples going at it. You know, in the in the in the city, and I'm just not like like not violent, but well, screaming like in a screaming altercation. And I haven't been like getting in the middle, like break it up, okay, you two, let's talk this out. I normally just keep walking. Yeah, but in the tenderloin, there's a good chance they're homeless, right? So no matter what they're doing, you're gonna stay the fuck away from it. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, that, that's true. That is true. I have. Uh, I remember at my old apartment, my first apartment, the tenderloin, it was on uh, Ellis and Larkin. Um, my apartment's like six stories up. I think I've talked about this on the show before. But we used to throw eggs at crackheads. <laughs> but I remember one time there was a couple. They might have been homeless. They might not have been. But they were in like a like a really loud argument, just screaming at each other, very volatile. And uh, it was late. It was probably around like midnight. And um, people, other people were yelling like, shut the fuck up. And so I just leaned out the window, eggs in hand, and just like nailed them. And so I felt like, you know, I'm kind of being a good Sam here. Like, that is probably the extent of my involvement in someone else's bullshit. I'm probably not going to go on a bridge and step in front, you know, step between some dude and be like, hey, excuse me, lady, are you okay? Is your boyfriend bothering you? I'm probably not going to do that unless, unless there's some kind of physical damage being done. Was, was the guy, an, was he an older guy or a younger guy that stepped uh, in? No, the, actually, they don't say the age of the other two. Because huh, I think that can make a difference. I think maybe yeah, an older right person there. might be more liable. To be a good Samaritan. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, I kind of feel like I've just lived, I've lived in cities too long to yeah. be a good Samaritan. I think I just kind of have this jaded crust that I just don't give a shit about other people. Yeah. When maybe I should, but I don't. So it's like, I think I'd be more willing just to keep walking and like have my headphones on and just ignore it versus like, if you live in like a, 
Shelton, Connecticut. It's a smaller town. Yeah. You're an older dude walking by with your brother on Thanksgiving and you see an argument. You, I, I guess it's understandable that you'd yeah. be like, hey, are you okay? But plus, it sounded like the article said that he just asked if she was okay and then... Attempted to walk attempted away. To, oh, to move on. So it sounds like she probably said okay. And he was like, okay, and just kept going. Well, it, it sounds to me there's a little bit of that. And a little bit of also when he was walking away, he told Roger, the boyfriend, to chill out. Oh. And I think that is what put him over the edge. Because police said cell phone video shows Roger going right after the victim who is backing up with his hands in the air. So he was backing up they have and he cell was like, phone video of this? Who the hell was taping this? Well, that's what I was wondering. I think the... The brother? I think his brother was taping it. It's like, I'm going to watch my brother get beat up, so I'll tape it instead of like jumping in there and lamping the well, guy. Well, I think multiple parties were taping because there, there are several cell phones that were found with video. We need to find this video. <laughs> so he got involved telling him to leave her alone, stated the man became aggressive toward him and they began to fight. Roger and his friend Dorso, the other, his other buddy who was there too. So that, that's another weird thing. It's like you're with your buddy and you get into a screaming fight with your girlfriend in front of your buddy. Yeah. That's weird. You know, I, I don't think I've ever fought. I've been in a fight, and, but it's like I'm usually conscious of how awkward that is for my friends yeah. to be around, you know? And plus, you would think, like, if I was with a buddy and he was having a big argument screaming at his girlfriend and they screaming at him, I would leave I, I, I well I'd either leave or I'd tell him to calm the fuck down yeah I guess it depends I mean if it's yeah. like yeah if it's one of my friends and they're just like I'm like dude shut up yeah let's like drink a beer and chill out and like have fun yeah you know quit screaming at each other um anyway this guy told him to told him to chill out and was backing up with his hands in the air Roger and his friend Dorso then started a fight with the victim and his brother during the fight Roger just picked the victim, picked the victim up, and just tossed him over the bridge. 45 feet into icy water. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Well, uh, he's lucky it was water down there and not a fucking highway. <laughs> yeah, a highway. That, that's another thing. Just don't fight someone on a bridge. <laughs> it's not a fucking Mortal Kombat. I've fought enough people in Mortal Kombat. When you do the fatality, you get tossed over the bridge onto the bed of spikes. You don't do that. Just don't fight someone on a bridge. But at the same time, on the other, it's like... You know, it's one thing just to beat somebody up. It's a whole other issue to ch actually pick a guy up and chuck him over the bridge. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I really need to see this video now because I'm like, is this David and Goliath going on here? What's what's going I on? I think like it's like meth. I think it's white trash yeah. fighting like some old guy that was just like, I'm going to be a good Samaritan. Says, you know, good old Shelton, Connecticut. Yeah. And uh, he goes up to him and says something. Next thing you know, he's getting chucked off a bridge falling 45 feet into icy water when police arrived on the scene the victim was on his back in the icy water and the victim had to be rescued by police uh firefighters and ems personnel whoa he's still in the water. well they he was still in the water he could, i guess maybe it yeah i don't know i mean he dropped 45 feet doesn't seem that high but in the icy uh, water bit, well i mean we don't know if he was knocked out before he got thrown over or anything right yeah i don't Plus know if it's like an uppercut and he just yeah. like flew over it sounds to me like that there was a tussle and the guy just kind of picked him up and chucked him over the bridge makes me wonder though what the fuck was his brother doing yeah was his brother just taping it being like oh this is so good on youtube <laughs> I'm world, make, star, I'm make world star <laughs> <laughs> or i don't know i mean like i would have been yeah at that point i mean it's like the guy's chucking your brother over the bridge yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'd have been concerned for my own safety. I probably would have like backed up and called the police. Yeah, and maybe that's you how know? the police turned up. Was the brother did that? 
Maybe yeah, that's what someone did. someone called the cops. Yeah. What was his girlfriend doing? Like she, I don't even think. That's the other reason about being a good Samaritan. Like when you see a couple fighting and you think you're coming to this, you're going to wait night and be and come to this girlfriend's aid. Half the time, she doesn't even want your help. Yep. She doesn't want your help. I was going to say exactly the same thing. She'll turn on you as well. Yeah. And that's exactly and what have, happened here. You'll have two of them after you then. I'm surprised she didn't help him toss him over the bridge. Yeah. Um, Roger and Dorso fled the scene with Hannah, the girlfriend. Um, I keep thinking when I see her name, I keep thinking, uh, what's that guy from Sons of Anarchy, Charlie Hunnam? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking of that guy. Like that, that's that guy's he would, girlfriend. He would toss somebody off a bridge. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, he probably would. Um, investigators said not only did they get two pieces of cell phone video showing the incident, but they also found a cell phone that morning belonging to the girlfriend. So that was the, that was the thing. Was everybody just like recording the whole incident? So like, can you get in a fight now without it having being recorded? I, I, I know. I kind, I kind of wish some of my earlier fights had been recorded because I'd like to see, I see if I look cool or if I'm just like a complete idiot, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, now you get into a fight and you might actually be like, oh, I kicked the shit out of that guy and everyone's got it on film. The world star hip hop, this is awesome. But at the same time, there's probably, there's always a loser, Yeah, you know, in the fight. So, the, so. I think back about some of my fights. Yeah, I probably that would have been quite embarrassing to have that video <laughs> going around, just me getting knocked the fuck out one punch. <laughs> yeah, it'd been terrible. But yeah, his brother must have been recording the fracas because when police uh, they found the phone, um, they found one of the phones. They turned it on. There was a text message that stated, "Hi, I'm the owner of this iPhone. Please call me to be returned." The police traced the phone back to Roger, the guy that threw the dude over the bridge. <laughs> he, he dropped his phone after attempting to murder somebody. And ran. And, yeah. and then basically sent a find an iPhone to try and get, <laughs> to try his, phone. To get his phone back. And so the pictures on the phone, along with the cell video of the fight and nearby surveillance video matched up. And when interviewed by police, Roger told them, I did it. I threw him over the bridge. He confessed. <laughs> so if you find a phone like that, can cops go to AT&T and have them unlock it? Like, how does that work? Well, they can't, right? Isn't that that whole thing? Like, the, they had that whole thing, like, they, uh, with the FBI when there was, um, remember the, it was in SoCal when those terrorists. Uh, oh, uh, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they shot up that, uh, they shot up that, was it a, was it a old age home or something? A nursing yeah, home? And there was like a, like a bunch of handicapped uh, kids. Yeah, a bunch or, of, ha like, or, or they went people. to like, yeah, like it was like a handicapped nursing home yeah, and they go in there like that. and that's who they decide to shoot. Yeah. It's like, come on. But um, they wanted to unlock their phone, remember? And the FBI and like Apple were kind of like refusing to do it. And there was this whole thing about they were trying to subpoena them and force them to do it because there's a whole privacy issues and blah, blah, so blah. So wait, did they actually, Apple ended up unlocking it though? No, I, I'm i not sure about this one because I might be mixing up. But I remember at one point they actually devised, I think it might even be the NSA, but they, somebody provided them with tools so that they could hack some of these devices. Huh. Yeah. Well, it makes me wonder what, uh, what happened here. I mean, maybe the guy was just like, yeah, that's my phone. Here it is. Check it out. Yeah. Because he already admitted to it. Well, this guy's pretty dumb, so he might not have even had a password on there. Or they, or they were like, hey, can you just put your thumb on here? We just want to make sure it is your phone. Unlocked. Cheers, it's like, buddy. Great. Thanks, man. Uh, he told police that he started drinking at 4.30 that afternoon. It was drunk by the end of the night. Uh, but he felt that the victim disrespected his girlfriend, and that's why they started fighting. Wait, I thought this 
Didn't the story say they were? It was Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, so maybe it was like he was drinking all night the night before. Yeah, oh. it got to the beat, but it's probably the wee hours of the morning, like two or oh, three, two yeah, a.m. Yeah, or something yeah, at yeah, three yeah. a.m. Yeah. Um, this is why you don't get involved. It's like you know anything you say, the guys in back. Why are you disrespecting my girl? And then the girl is fucking mouth breather as well, and she's gonna be like, "Why are you disrespecting yeah. me? Yeah. I'm allowed to get beat up by my boyfriend all you want." But. She's going to be single, right? Because he's going to jail. She is kind of hot. She's hot. So she is kind of hot. Probably yeah. I'll track her down. I remember, uh, this Find is kind of Tinder. funny, in San Francisco, do you remember a bar? Um, God, where was it? It was right off of... Uh, I didn't go to any of the gay bars. If that's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> it was right off of Divisadero. It's called like the, uh, the something street. It was a cool spot, actually. It had two levels. I used to play a lot of Slayer on the jukebox. This would have been probably 2002. No. Something like that. God, Fulton Street Bar. It was okay. right at Fulton and uh, Divisadero. Okay, no. It, it's long gone now. I think it's like condos or something now. But I remember hanging out there. Is uh, my buddy Big Jeff, who's been on the show before. It was his 25th birthday or something, and we're all hanging out. And I was there with my ex-girlfriend, uh, Shelly. And so we were like hanging out drinking. And she went outside to smoke a cigarette. It was a similar situation. It's like... Dude has gotten into a fight with his girlfriend. There's kind of like this like hip hop club next door. You used to get a lot of riffraff there. This dude got into a fight with his girlfriend, like pretty much right outside of the Fulton Street bar. And he just like reached back and just cracked her right across the face. And she fell down. And he was Whoa. like, Bitch, don't you get up. Don't you be up on my face, bitch. And was yelling at her. And my girlfriend was like, Are you okay? To the girl. And the girl turned around and slapped my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> just slapped her right across the face and she's like get the fuck out of my face and then they and just started continuing fighting with her boyfriend and so I remember I was up in the bathroom I came downstairs and there was my girlfriend just sitting at the bar bawling like crying and I was like what happened and she's like I got slapped and I was like and I immediately got into like tough guy mode. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, shit, I'm going to go out there and blah. And I like ran outside. And I'm like, what? Like, I weigh like 130 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, I run outside. And there's this black guy that must have been 350 pounds, just this big, huge motherfucker. And he's just kind of looking at me. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and his girlfriend's standing there and he's just looking at me. And I'm like, Ah, uh, I was about to be like, what the fuck do you do? But you know, like, who the fuck's not my girlfriend? I'm like standing there like, ah. Uh. And then my buddy, Big Jeff, comes outside because he, he like walked over and saw Shelly was crying. And he walks outside and he was right behind me. And Big Jeff's like 350 pounds, six foot four, about the same size. Yeah. It was like a Godzilla versus Mothra situation. <laughs> yeah. And I'm standing there and, and Jeff was just like, who the fuck slapped my girl? And then the dude was all like, yo. I'm 350 straight out the pen, bitch. And then my friend Big Jeff is just like, I'm 350 straight off the bar stool, bitch. <laughs> and he like stood up and they were like eyeing each other. And then the 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 guy that slapped his girlfriend just kind of turned around and be like, why did you do that? You need to behave. And he took his lady and they just walked up the street. It was like a big standoff. And I was just like, dude, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story is hang out with really big dudes. Right. Like, hang out, get some, like, very large, at least two large friends to help you uh, talk so shit. If if Big Jeff and this uh, black dude had gone into a fight, would he have taken out the girl? Is that what was going to go I was on? thinking about it. <laughs> You're going to, like, jump on her back. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I would have just grabbed her weave and just started smacking her in the face. 
<laughs> I think actually, in all honesty, she probably whipped the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that big. It was like <laughs> it's like a skinny guy with dreadlocks. Not that tough. Um, but anyway, that's why you just don't get involved with any of this shit. And so what ended up happening is police ended up investigating the girlfriend. She lied to detectives about what happened. She said that the other dude started it all. The right. guy that got that uh, threw him over the bridge. So he said she didn't even know about anyone being thrown off of a bridge. So it's like she's sitting here lying, defending her boyfriend who was screaming at her, starting yeah. a violent confrontation. Yeah. So, you know, that's why you just kind of just leave it alone. Keep yeah. walking. Police said the three met the day after the incident because they all fled the scene. And uh, all three of them made a pact that they wouldn't say anything about what happened, which... Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like one of, somebody's going to talk in the end. And not to mention they're betrayed by their cell phones. So Roger was charged with criminal attempt at murder, first-degree assault, and first-degree reckless endangerment. Um, the, uh, his friend Dorsa was charged with third-degree assault, released on a promise to appear in court. And the girlfriend was charged with interfering with an officer and released on a $1,000 bond. Uh, they don't say what happened to the victim. They say he still continued to recover from his injuries, but... Man, 45 feet. He got tossed off a bridge. Yeah. How, how high is that? 45 feet? Is that like, what, four stories? Two yeah, stories? Yeah, like 10. To, so, yeah, like four stories. So, it's a pretty heavy. I mean, it's yeah. a long drop into icy cold water. Yeah. I mean, it's like. I mean, yeah. The dude could have died. Oh, he probably got hypothermia. Out yeah, or least, something. You know? I mean, who knows? Well, I hope he learned a valuable lesson. Yeah. Just keep walking. Put your, put your headphones in and just mind your own fucking business. Yep. Because in the end, they don't want your help. No, they never do. They never do. People send your stories to our podcast, hotmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032 is that number. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Hey, guys. It's me, Stephen. I'm a huge fan of your show. Thanks to your awesome coupon code, Diddle, I can buy myself loads of good sex toys. Since both of my wives died, and my Lugaric's disease got pretty bad, let's just say things in the bedroom got pretty boring. But thanks to adamandeve.com and coupon code DIDDLE So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, people you can call the Signal Hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, the first call we got here is uh, uh, from a guy who he's actually he's called several times. He hasn't called in a while, though. But he's talking about um, taking a shit during an earthquake. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Probably. I mean, we I, lived in San Francisco. Yeah, you don't you don't always know that there's been an earthquake. You're like, you're like, did I just feel something? And then somebody goes, oh my God, did you feel that earthquake? And you're like, oh, that was what it was. You know, I've been here, let's see, I've lived here since 1999 in California. And I probably have, have lived through several earthquakes. But the only, I've, I think I've only had like two that I've actually been like, holy shit, that was an earthquake. Don't you think that term's really dumb? I've lived through several earthquakes because obviously, well, because you die. didn't die in any of them. So <laughs> okay, like, I've experienced, like experienced several okay. earthquakes. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's uh, the the earthquake guy? Hey, second wrong. This is Adam calling from Tokyo. 
I've been called for a while because I've been licking my wounds since Harrison put me on a list of people he wanted to kill underneath uh, Vincent Gallo, but I forget who above or whatever, uh, because I suggested that maybe doing heroin is not the coolest thing ever. Vincent Gallo, that's like my arch nemesis. I don't know why Harrison would want to kill him. You don't like the guy either? Vincent Gallo? Ah, he's my arch nemesis. Got a long history there. I straight up dated a girl that used to date him. What? Yeah. Right, in L.A.? No, in Bay Area. Oh, in the Bay Area, wow. Yeah, she was She was this crazy... Um, What'd she look like? She was hot. Yeah, hot. Uh, you know, uh, probably weighed like 100 pounds soaking wet, like... Pre-op or post-op? <laughs> <laughs> she was like like a brunette. She was a cute girl and everything. She was... Uh... How'd you find out that she dated Vincent? So you've had Vincent Gallo's sloppy seconds. I, I pretty much have, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I didn't know, even know who, who he was. And, and it came up in some kind of conversation. Because I think it was around about that time, Brown Bunny or whatever that movie was he did came oh, out. yeah. And she, did you take her to go see it? And she was like, this no, is going to be like, weird. Somebody brought it up and that's how it came out that she dated him. <laughs> did it ruin the relationship for you no um her uh her addiction to coke <laughs> oh okay all right well no wonder she dated him yeah, yeah i've never liked that guy people say i kind of look like him i disagree but uh he's much more attractive than me but anyway he just sucks right maybe you should do some push-ups but anyways well, let's put that aside uh i'm sure i'm gonna get a comment from that but um, oh, I'm telling anyhow, I just had a funny six, uh, sick and wrong story. It came up when we were talking about, you guys were talking about, uh, shit stories. And I was thinking about, you know, we had the big earthquake here in Japan, uh, 2011. You know, it, it pushed the earth off its axis and moved Japan nine feet to the left or whatever That's it was. Insane. But it was, you know, a major, major earthquake. So a friend of mine shut up. How does that earthquake, the one that happened in, I forget where Fujiyama. it was. Fujiyama. Fujiyama, yeah. Something like that. But how does that earthquake compare to the one in like Loma Prada? In, uh, you know the one in 1989, San Francisco, that was right. pretty major, like half the bridge, or like the yeah, East Bay portion of the bridge um, like fell onto the bottom portion of the bridge yeah. that collapsed. Uh, do, you, do you remember? Like, I, you know, I might have to look that up, but I don't know what the magnitude of the earthquakes were, but... It was close. No idea. I think they it was were, close. They, they were huge, but yeah, yeah. Nine, nine, nine foot. That seemed crazy. God, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's insane, though. To shift the you shift Japan nine feet. That's crazy. I must fuck up your Uber ride. <laughs> Mike Smith um, was working at a, a language school, and he was. Uh, they have Japanese toilets, right? Which is just like a little sort of hole in the floor. Right? And you've got to squat down. It's supposed to be really good for you, but of course, if you're a Westerner, you hate them because they're, you know, like they're hard on your quads. Wait a second. I thought Japanese had like the fancy toilets that talk, that like. I was reading something about like this Japanese hotel has this toilet that speaks to you. Like you could be like, warm up, and the thing will start warming up. It warms your ass, and then it has like a bidet inside that yeah. will spray and wash your asshole. Like, what, what is this hole in the ground? This is like rural China, like mainland China. They have toilets like this. I think this is probably like public restrooms and shit. You have you, know have I mean? you ever been to Japan? I haven't. I've been to China, but in China, I didn't see these kind of restrooms either. When I was in Cuba, it was a fucking hole in the ground with flies they, coming out. 
Wow. Yeah. No, I went to a couple places in Turkey that had the hole in the ground. And, uh, and one place in Egypt that did. But I've never actually been to uh, Asia, so I don't really know. But I thought Japan was a little more advanced than that. Yeah, I can only think it means he's talking about some kind of public. I'm pretty sure they don't have a bathroom like that in your house. But, you know, you know, to be honest, though, that is something that uh, like Asian people say it's best for digestion if you squat on a toilet. So you ever see those signs where they're like the proper way to take a shit and it's like you should be sitting on the toilet and they like have like, you know, a slash through someone just squatting on it. I think people do that at my work. You can you can buy like they have things that go around your toilet to raise your feet and everything. You can buy them on Amazon and stuff like that. You know, I got to say, if I went to someone's house and they had one of those, I would totally try it out. Oh, fuck yeah. And I just want to know how, how it happens. It's like B-Days. They're, they're fucking awesome. Especially so, <laughs> oh bidet! I was like B days. What are you talking about? You bidet. mean bidets? Bidet. Um, <laughs> no, bidets rule. I mean, it's yeah. like yeah, who needs toilet paper? Yeah, and and a warm seat. So you go in there, and you and it's warm not because somebody's just been taking a dump on there, but it's warm because it's like oh, we're gonna warm the seat for you. Yeah, it's like a seat warmer. It's nice. The one thing I wonder about these squat toilets: though, do you have to take your pants completely off? Because, I mean, that's why, I mean, taking a shit now, you just kind of pull them down to your knees, take a shit, you pull your pants back up and you leave. This sounds like you actually have to step out of your pants to squat. There's probably a lot of phones go sliding down those toilets. <laughs> <laughs> like that guy, where was it, in like Sweden or Norway where he jumped in the toilet to retrieve to his friend's retrieve phone? retrieve his phone, yeah. His friend's phone. Yeah, I know, not even, even his phone, his God. friend's. But he's squatting down, he's taking a shit. Uh, with his, you know, his business suit on and all this, and then of course this massive earthquake comes and he's being flung around the room from left to right, <laughs> smashing into the different um, walls of the, you know, the toilet. Jackass. And he's shitting all down the back of his pants and all, all over his, uh, the heels of his shoes and everything, right? But then he's kind of, you know, he's panicked. You know, it's it's, it's a massive earthquake. It's kind of a, you know, let's get out of the building type of earthquake. So he's got to decide what to do. And so, you know, he sort of just, I guess he just didn't even really wipe up much. Maybe just wiped his ass, you know, really quickly and just took off down outside the building. And he's standing around with all the people sort of watching the building sway uh, as they, it was a really long earthquake, right? And he's just got shit all over himself. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's about it. Uh, but, you know, it's something you guys need to think of because you are also in a very earthquake prone place, as is my home city of Vancouver. Uh, we got to think about, uh, you know, where you want to be when an earthquake hits. And it's definitely not squatting and taking a shit. All right. Keep it safe. Keep it wrong. Love you guys. Peace, Bob. So I guess uh, he does bring up a point there. It's, you know, I mean, but how do you plan that out? It's not like we know that an earthquake's going to happen. Or am I going to hold it and check, like, the, uh, the the weather report or something? I don't, I don't know. Earthquake could happen at any time. It's that like the the old uh, mother's tale when they like make sure you always have clean underwear, right? Because you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> um, funnily enough, though, I I totally have that worry sometimes. Like I'll be driving home and I really need to take a piss or I need to take a shit, and I'm like, fuck, what if I get in an accident? And I just shit myself. I'm like, are the uh, the firemen going to come over? They're going to go, ah, oh, fuck the jaws of life. Let's leave this guy. He's shit himself. <laughs> Because it would probably happen, though. I mean, if you're, like, crowning and you, like, suddenly get, like, rear-ended by somebody, you know, you probably are going to shit yourself. It's probably going to be involuntary. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's nothing you do about it. It's a constant worry. I mean, I didn't think about it in the terms of earthquake, you know, because it's like... 
<sighs> I feel like if uh, you're sitting there taking a shit and the earthquake suddenly hits, you're probably just going to pinch it and yeah. then get off and, you know, and like just get off and like hide somewhere. I, I, what, not, what are you supposed to do in an earthquake? Are you supposed to hide in a doorway or is that a tornado? Uh, yeah, doorway. Well, there's that thing about angles, right? Like where there's triangles are, are better. That's where or, the support yeah. is of the structure, yeah. But, um, I mean, he could have your sister's problem, right? He might have IBS. He could so have IBS. He, he it's might like, not what are you going to do? Stop. And he's like, ah, I want to stop, but I can't stop. The worst part about it, I think if you're on a toilet, though, you could just hold on and just kind of ride it out, you know, uh, while shitting. But this this guy's squatting, squatting, so it's like he's rolling over. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, maybe maybe he hadn't done leg day in a while, so his <laughs> legs weren't very strong, so he just collapsed. <laughs> I wonder what it, like, so he must have had, like, fellow students there. The guy said he was a teacher, right? Oh, I don't remember. I think he said he was a teacher. So it's like, here's your teacher coming out with, like, his shitty pants. So he freaked out during an earthquake. You know, I don't give a fuck. If like if if I'm in the middle of an earthquake and I'm taking a shit, I'm gonna finish the shit. I'm going to wipe my ass and then I'm gonna leave. So this is this is a true story. This happened many years, like twenty five years ago in London. Um I think we were in Carnaby Street. Me and my buddies we were all out. We'd go down there like uh check out girls stores, whatever. And remember needing a piss and they shut the toilets down because half the time they'd shut the toilets down because like homeless people would be having sex in there and all kinds of things. But they had these portable toilets like ready, you know, like a, like a porter john? Not not a porter potty, but like like when they'd have like a portable like classroom or whatever and inside there there's like a oh, bunch of toilets. Okay, okay. I went in there and it was one of the worst smells I've ever experienced in my life and I felt disgusted and sorry and everything it aroused and aroused there was there was this poor guy who had a colostomy bag that burst ah and this was like the scene in train spotting when he goes into that one <laughs> cubicle and there's shit everywhere there, there was literally shit everywhere and this guy was holding it in his hands and he looked so fucking confused and wait you just, saw this guy when you oh, went to yeah. the bathroom oh yeah you opened up the door and he was holding no, no, a no, shit bag no and there was like multiple cubicles oh, in the whole thing okay went okay, in there okay. shit everywhere and this guy was standing he was looking around it was almost like he was begging for help and i i mean i was like 18 19 i'm getting the fuck out of here <laughs> and it was like i was i was like mortified because of what i saw but i felt bad for the guy but at the same time i was like i didn't feel Yo, that what are you bad. gonna do i'm like i'm out i would maybe get like if i had a garden hose i'd hose him down but that's about as close as i'm getting to that colostomy bag yeah oh Ugh, jesus christ that's that's terrible have you ever seen those porta potties i mean a port- it's like more of like a portable toilet that you get in but it like goes up to your neck and so your head's out of it have you ever seen that? No. So you can actually, like, I think it goes, maybe it goes up to your, like, chest, but you can, like, your top part of your body's visible. So you can watch people while you're taking a yeah. shit. <laughs> so I saw that, I saw that somewhere on, like, uh, <laughs> I forget, like, they were testing it out or something. It's like, so you can have these public toilets, but yet you're still aware of your surroundings. No one can see what's going on. <laughs> I mean, that- would you be, I would be down with that. As long as there's a wall behind you, so then we can sneak up behind you, then you can see any danger coming. Is it, does it just stop people getting raped in toilets or something? I don't know. I mean, it was just like it, they take up less space and having a full bathroom, so you can just kind of climb into one of those. And you're not like encapsulated in this area, so when smell is bad. I mean, I'm sure women will enjoy it because they go to the toilet in pairs all the time anyway and like fucking talk to each other and stuff. But I don't know. I, 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 I For you, it's me. a solo activity. Yeah. God. So antisocial. <laughs> All right, what's the next one we got? 
sleep. All right. Uh, butt sucker. So the next call we have here is from uh, Butt Sucker ninety nine. This kid calls in. I don't know what I have no idea what drug this guy is on. You you might not have heard him. He's from the Bay Area. I think he does a lot of drugs. I think he's also on a lot of sleep deprivation. And I think he's like a total deviant. But he calls in the show, maybe because he's inspired by Harrison or something. Harrison's inspired a lot of these deviants to come forward and be like, I'm a deviant and I love being a deviant. You know, I love shoving things up my ass, you know, and walking around in public. He's one of those guys. But he calls in and I have no idea what he's even talking about in this one. It's probably his recipe for chicken alfredo. (laughs) Guaranteed. Hey guys, it's uh, Buttsucker99 here. Um, I just thought I'd call in. It's been a little while. Yeah, thankfully. I don't have much to say. I just need to call in because... He never does, though. You know what? Your callers suck, and (laughs) I feel a need to, you know, spice things up a little bit. Y'all were talking about... Uh, Dennis Rodman. Um, I have a little bit of experience with him. He comes into my shop where I work about, you know, I see him, I see him pretty often. We well, see he comes to my shop where I work out. Is that what he said? I don't, I don't know. You want to go back? Uh, no, I don't really care that much. But I would say it's like, so Dennis Rodman comes to this. I wonder what this guy does for a living. I hope it's not like a daycare or something, you know? <laughs> like he runs a daycare. It'd be terrible. He teaches people how to make chicken alfredo. He always comes in with a gaggle of hoes. He used to come in with a Ferrari. Now he comes in with was a that? fucking Prius. No idea. Anyway... When he uh, comes in, used to come in with a Ferrari, now he comes in with a Prius. Also, it's a great story. Here's another thing. <laughs> oh, that was it. So i ha- I haven't done I haven't done heroin since I got arrested, but i I just started. <laughs> be the worst cellmate using ever again. You'd be and murdered in like two what days. Happened. Uh, I did a monster, and. Later that night, I just, I just, uh, I was also on Clonopin, and I, I masturbated for four hours straight. Jesus. Holy shit. It was shit. Kind of a dreamlike experience. Um, four hours? I didn't even know that was physically possible. I didn't last four minutes. I was trying to use my spank bank. I'm a young man, you know. It works sometimes, for the most part. But... I was masturbating for four hours straight. Usually, that only happens uh, on Crystal or something like that. But you know what? (laughs) (laughs) My dick was raw. And I kept going in and out and in and out. In and out of what? He wasn't masturbating. I wonder, like, what do you think his mom and dad were thinking? Because you know he still lives at home. They're like, oh, he's masturbating. Another marathon masturbation session going on upstairs. Something tells me he was stuffing the turkey because he was talking about going in and out. It's like you masturbate. What are you going in and out of? Maybe it was a flashlight. I just don't understand how you do it for four hours. Like usually 
I'm not going to get into too much information here, but I'll masturbate for enough time for me to be done with it. And it usually doesn't last much longer than, I would say, 10 minutes. If it goes longer than 10 minutes, there's something wrong. It's usually like five. And then I'm done, and I move along with my life. Four hours? The point of masturbation <laughs> is get it over and done with as quick as possible, right? If you want it to last long, that's when you get somebody else involved. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand. Like, you're, you're doing something wrong here like four hours i don't think your dick is supposed to even be like what is he using for lube i'm not sure yes. yeah that, that this is bizarre this he is did, a bizarre he did, thing he did say he was on heroin though and i i have to remember that one time after i had surgery i was all doped up and um i had sex with my girlfriend at the time and i just it just fucking kept going and so it definitely definitely does I have heard um, that when you're on heroin, it's hard to come. Right. So it's like it's hard to just ejaculate. So you just tend, you just tend to just keep going without. And so maybe that was the case. Yeah. But Jesus, God, shit! I gotta get me some heroin. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very weird experience. My dick is raw. Um, Harrison, you are a godlike figure. I bet you was jacking off to Harrison. Uh, I said he was doing spank bank fucking zeus oh dog yeah. <laughs> all right zeus dog he was thinking of harrison dressed up as like a greek god you know this dude's into gladiator oh, movies. oh, oh yeah oh yeah i but think so i think i saw him at like 300 gladiator movies <laughs> yeah the only dvd he owns is 300 <laughs> yeah i saw that with my brother in a theater in uh in uh san francisco i saw an sf <laughs> My brother, it was like me, my brother, and a bunch of bearded dudes. And my brother is just like, I might have to see this movie again by myself. And I was like, I almost want to leave right now. I've never seen so many buff gay dudes in my life yeah. since I went to see 300. It was at the IMAX and SF. And <laughs> you saw it at IMAX? <laughs> I, I went with two gay did. dudes as well. Of course you did. Um... This call probably won't get played, but you know what? That's okay. But suck ninety nine. Don't care. <laughs> All right. Fuck. Uh, fuck the Michigan. I love how he refers to himself in the third person, like butt sucker ninety nine. Don't care because ninety eight <laughs> other people have butt sucker as their name. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that guy. I don't know what to say about that dude. He always calls in, leaves these really weird rambling messages. I would like to know what that guy does for a living. But sucker ninety nine, you gotta call back and let me know what you do for a living. Yeah, and I, if you still live with your parents, I will bet you fifty bucks he lives with his parents. I'll bet you fifty bucks he won't tell us if he still lives <laughs> with his parents. <laughs> this dude actually, because he lives in the Bay Area, went to my brother's bar. And like was asking to meet my brother. My brother like my brother's cool. He'll he'll yeah. meet whoever. But he was like giving him shots. And my brother's like, yeah, dude, a fucking weirdo came over <laughs> and like showed up at the bar. And I was like, oh really? What what, what was his name? Is Buttsucka ninety nine? And I was like, don't you own that porn film? And he he, he brought me a Tupperware full of chicken Alfredo <laughs> and some Sprite. And I'm like, some dude. chicken Alfredo and some feces. All right, we have one more call to get to. Uh, this guy is calling about last week. We were talking about um, the two uh, chicks who were talking about ghost sex. Did you read about that? No, but I saw the movie. 
Oh, the movie Ghosts of Patrick Swayze? <laughs> no, the one before that. Uh, Entity. Remember that? No. I don't remember if it's a 70s or an Wait, 80s movie. they have sex movie. with a... someone have sex with a ghost? I, I, I'm pretty sure I jerked off to it because that's how old it is. And it's like literally the girls like lying naked and the boobs are moving. They probably just had like an air hose to push her boobs along and it's supposed to be based on a true story and all this stuff <laughs> well last week we did a story about two birds in uh the uk who swore off a of real dudes because they're going and they're going straight for ghost dudes so which which kind of alarmed me and harrison because we're like great now we have to compete with the undead <laughs> you know this is bullshit but anyway this guy has a theory about the one the one girl who was going into detail about her sexual experience with a ghost okay Hey, sick and wrong, uh, long-time listener here. Uh, just heard the story about this uh, lady who got uh, banged by ghosts, uh, raped by ghosts, actually. She said, um, woke up in the middle of the night, pressure on her chest, couldn't breathe, couldn't talk, couldn't move, just hallucinating. It's all textbook symptoms of sleep paralysis, actually. Yep. Happens uh, sometimes, basically, you just... uh wake up in the middle of the night but your mind wakes up before your body what have you had this before yeah it's you've had sleep the, paralysis it's one of the symptoms of narcolepsy i've had that so many times it's freaky Did you get, so you got butt raped by a ghost no but I, one, <laughs> one time i honestly i had i fucking thought there was a demon above me i saw this face and i felt the pressure exactly as it's describing like, i couldn't move and i felt like there was an evil presence in the room it was scary as shit it wasn't bill cosby <laughs> no <laughs> well, so uh, i've heard that it happens when you're about to fall asleep or when you're yeah. about to wake up yeah you kind of you enter into like a hallucinatory state yeah i forget i think it's called like hypnagogic hallucination or something it's like when you're first falling into rem sleep or whatever you uh yep can be in a hallucinatory state. That's crazy. So could you like not move? Yeah, no, yeah, no. I remember like, you know, it's happened multiple times. At one time I was lying next to my girlfriend and I felt like, the same kind of feeling again, like something's pushing you down into the bed and you feel like a presence. And I'm like freaking out and I'm trying to scream to tell her that to help me because I what, feel like I'm going to die. What causes that? It's... Like stress know. is it stress induced? Is no, it? Well, well, I don't know. It's part of a symptom of narcolepsy. Like your brain's awake, your body's not, or vice versa. It's the same thing as sleepwalking and stuff like that. It's they're all just the same kind of thing, but just different. And so this only happens when you drink Jaeger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you'll you, just, you won't be able to move, and you'll still be dreaming, kind of. You'll hallucinate a little bit, you know. And then you mentioned uh, incubus or incubi later in the episode and uh that's what they uh used to be the explanation for sleep paralysis uh they would say incubi would uh sit on your chest and uh you know torment you while you're paralyzed so yeah there you go a little uh little history lesson for you uh keep sick keep wrong there's a little history lesson there. So maybe that's what you were experiencing, an incubi, yeah. a gay incubi, sitting on your chest, giving well, you a Cleveland steamer. There was, that, there was that movie, was it called Cat's Eyes or something, where they had all those little short stories. you remember this about a cat? And it was like Stephen King did one and George Romero did Is it another. Tales from the Dark Side? No. Well, he did do that. That was a Stephen yeah, King thing. Yeah, but this was... It, the whole thread was a cat and in one of those it was it was like a little imp or a demon and maybe an incubi that was sitting on people's chest and it was sucking their souls out and the cat actually fought it hmm 
I, 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 you know, I've had that happen. I haven't actually, I, I can't think of any time I've had sleep paralysis, although I have been like uh, so hung over the next day I didn't want to move. <laughs> but I have had a couple experiences in the middle of the night. Fucking one of my cats, when they get hungry, will just be sitting on my chest, just like kind of licking my nose or licking my face or just breathing in my face. And I've woken up and it scared the shit out of me. Because those things, even sober yeah. and, you know, in the middle of the day, seeing one of them, they're kind of creepy looking. Yep. Try in the middle of the night, waking up from REM sleep because you have one of those fucking unnatural naked assholes licking your face. Oh, yeah. so, so wrong. God, but that—that's the thing. It's like when you hear these these women that were having their like eyewitness accounts of being like uh, violated by ghosts. It just sounds like they actually had sleep paralysis. Yeah, because I mean they were talking about like the one the one lady saying that she was laying in bed and all of a sudden she just felt this heaviness on her chest, uh, or um, you know a hand on her thigh, and it's like oh, c- come on, you know it's not happening. Uh, yeah, I. As somebody who's had sleep paralysis a number of times, I there's definitely that heavy pressing down like on your chest, but didn't feel like somebody grabbing my leg or anything like that. So, so you never thought that uh, someone's trying to give you a hand job, and no. you're just like, wait a second, I'm the only person in the room. <laughs> wait, it's my hand. What am I doing? Oh yeah, I'm having a mind being violated by a ghost. But yeah, that that's the thing. It's like when you read when I read that story, both the stories. I'm just surprised whoever the, you know, like whoever, if they went and like uh, saw a therapist or a psychiatrist, that they're like, that's sleep paralysis. It's the first thing I thought. I was yeah. like, yeah, they probably were having like a hallucination due to sleep paralysis. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, I don't know. It, it sounds sounds much more romantic to say you're getting, uh, you know, having sex with a ghost. They probably believe the earth is flat as well. You know, if, if the ghost looked like Danny DeVito... I don't think they would be. Uh, I don't think they'd be talking about it on like you know, and on the sun, you know, being like, "Oh, it was the most romantic experience of my life." Like the one lady said, she was like, "It's better than any sex I've ever had with a mortal man." I'm like, "Yeah, uh, okay. if that ghost looked like Ron Jeremy, you wouldn't be saying that." Well, sleep paralysis doesn't last long either. So it's like this. Good- <laughs> This ghost was like, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's the invisible man. <laughs> it probably lasts longer than me. Um, anyway, people call us on hotline 323-522-4032. Um, best way to support the show, hands down, is the Patreon page, our Sick and Wrong Patreon page. Uh, really trying to get that going these days. Uh, we're like halfway to the goal, which I was actually kind of impressed by because a lot of people never meet their goal. We're halfway there. We're almost there. So people... Uh, just a little bit more money. We'll be halfway at the goal. Um, we've been posting a lot of extra extra shit. Like uh, trying to get at least a couple outtakes every show. Um, an, an extra Patreon exclusive story and some Patreon phone calls. Uh, and we've been working on a new t-shirt design that will be uh, available for uh, patrons only. Yep. So, There'll be um, naked pictures of me up there. Going to have naked pictures of Danny. that With I some Alfredo. And that some you Sprite. can send to undercover cops that are posing as 14-year-olds. <laughs> you can totally... That's why you'll use those pictures. It'll be a good thing. Um, make some new friends. But anyway, just go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong. Sign up today. And uh, yeah, you get to uh, support the show and get a lot of free shit. Also, we have a Redbubble store. If you want to buy some Sick and Wrong merch, just sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Click on the picture of the Pope. And go buy some uh, some sick and wrong merchandise. Finally, here's sick and wrong song of the week was sent in from Buddy. He says, "Song of the week stereotypes performed by an Irish American, an African American, and a Puerto Rican from Boston." So I guess it's not really that racist. 
Enjoy the track, you sick cunts. Buddy from Australia, peace. It's a pretty cool song. It's a song's called Special Teams. Um, and uh, I, I think the, the band's called Stereotypes. Or no, wait, maybe, actually, you know, I'm wrong. I'm doing that in reverse. The band's called Special Teams with a gotcha. Z. And the song is called Stereotypes off the album Stereotypes, also with a Z. So, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, very, uh, very catchy tune. Thank you, buddy, for sending that in. Uh, special thanks to uh, Ryan Keeley for being on the show this week. And Danny, thanks for co-hosting. You're welcome. Always good to catch up. Uh, we'll be back next week with the holiday show. We're going to have some special guests. It's going to be a classic sick and wrong annual holiday show spectacular. Uh, Steel and Wackily will both be on the show, as well as my brother and a few other special guests. So if you want to call in, call in the sick and wrong hotline um, as soon as you can. Leave a message and uh, give us your holiday greetings. And uh, yeah, we'll play it on the show. Till then, take it sleazy. Liars, man, all the Irish do is drink they cops and firemen. Illegals, they the hired hands. And the Cubans and Haitians ride rafts to drier lands. So whitey can lift them up. Black cabbies won't pick them up. Blacks don't watch hockey. They don't know about a hat trick. But they know white bitches love black White men can't jump black people can't read a book Whoops, I mean a book, so I don't even need a hoop Gooks don't need a shoddy, they all know karate Like Guinea Vinny's greasy and he's growing up gotti Who told these Puerto Ricans they can shop with the potty? Talking Spanish fast, selling coke to everybody Chico, I need Perico, I ain't got anything This goddamn jewel just stole my last penny, man I hate crackers, hate guineas, hate spooks, hate gooks, hate mix, hate spicks Hate you with a passion, and we hate to lose as much as Palestinians hate Jews I don't care if you're Russian Arab or wetbacks and flushing under your breath Constantly muttering something Speak English, Jamaicans grow weed for the picking Dreads is mad nappy, I like the jerk chicken The accident happens and you barely survived it I bet it was a slope that was driving It's crazy, they make the driving games We buy off the shelves, but motherfuckers can't drive themselves Niggas got big lips and afros, and every police is asshole stereotypes. Guineas and mix really don't mix. White boys got the littlest dicks, all stereotypes. Puerto Ricans love roaches and mice. Haitian niggas never met Old Spice, stereotypes. Jews are too cheap, gooks are too deep. Spicks to take the shoes off your two feet, stereotypes. in a cab, Irish man in a pub, Puerto Rican stealing cars, and I'm high on drugs. I'm black, pushing a broom, drinking 40, swishing yak, knocking up another. Chick. No, I'm never looking back. Single mother, white trash, nigga, love a cooking crack. Crazy ass Dominican and Indian who took it back. Look at that. Roll over your CDs and your TV. I ain't gotta tell you cause you already believe me. 
You're all immigrants speaking pig Latin in tenements and washing dirty dishes at Bennigan's. Got on the dole and married for your green card. Section 8 out of control. Good Catholic girls in the giving blowjobs and autos. Guzzle semen by the jug of the bottle. No ass, big tits, order proactive. Big zits, love yeah. stick show. She swallows and spits what she gets. I hate reggaeton, blast not a low riders. I hate Asians, stupid ass Haitian drivers, Nazis. Hate Holocaust survivors, lovers or haters. As long as you bias, I hate niggas that talk crack. White boys that talk black. Dumb chickens that talk back. I hate gay fads and A-Rabs that stay mad. Jihadists, I hate rap artists. I hate the world, I'm about to go nuts. Falling in serving my coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. I hate Catholic preachers who wanna rape you. You hate me? Hate you. Niggas got big lips and afros, and every police is asshole stereotypes. Guineas and mix really don't mix. White boys got the littlest dicks, all stereotypes. Puerto Ricans love roaches and mice. Haitian niggas never met Old Spice. Stereotypes. Jews are too cheap, gooks are too deep. Spicks to take the shoes off your two feet. All stereotypes. All stereotypes. Bob, dude, I'm totally sorry, but the, it didn't sound good. No, you are sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you... motherfucker. <laughs> You're not bugging me at all. What? All right, yeah, can we can we do it one more time? I want to get the uh, those two things for again. For saying it just didn't come out that that good that time. So okay. Okay, wait a minute. You want me to do both of them again? Yeah, yeah. So do um actually do uh you're listening to Sick and Wrong. This is Bob Madigan. You're listening to Sick and Wrong with Dean Lance. With who? With uh, <laughs> D and Lance. So, this, this is Bob Madigan. You're listening to Sick and Wrong. Just do that. Yeah. Okay. You uh, ready? I'm ready. This is Bob Madigan, a.k.a. Donkey Daddy, and you're listening to Sick and Wrong. 